listening to the Modern Horrors Podcast Network. Today's episode of Final Girls Horrorcast is brought to you by Monica, Mikey H, OC Monster Man, and Matt N. And thanks for joining us on the 262nd episode of Final Girls Horrorcast, the show where we discuss some of the horror, thriller, and sci-fi movies currently available on your favorite streaming sites. I'm Amy. And I'm Carly. I know many of you might be expecting us to discuss the new Candyman today, um, but we're pushing that episode till next week. Instead, because it worked out better schedule-wise, we are going to be offering you a roundtable discussion on some of the films we find the scariest in the horror genre. Uh, And in order to increase that discussion, we've invited a couple of our friends on with us today. Justin Lohr from the Horror Business Podcast. Welcome, Justin. What up? And Starfish creator Al White, welcome back, Al. This is going to be awkward because I'm just going to bring up the new Candyman for every single selection. <laughs> you know, that's not the reason. That's not the reason we're doing this. We're going to keep, we're going to move fast because this is going to be a long episode. We're going to be talking a lot. Um, so I'm going to, Carly, can you please uh, discuss some of the rules for our discussion today? I would love to. So we have a selection of five subgenre categories, which are realistic killer, supernatural killer, paranormal, found footage, creature, and animal, and biological horror. And for our found footage, this kind of overrides other genre categories. Right. So if you have like a paranormal activity, you wouldn't put that under the paranormal genre. You would always put it under the found footage genre. That's per our rules previously stated. Yeah? Okay. <laughs> that I didn't read. That you I didn't either. read? Oh, no. Oh, no, you guys. I read them. I'm just being a goof. Does this ruin everything? I hope That's not. I do. If I, I was a Nine Inch Nails song, movie. I'd be ruiner. <laughs> every category. Right. <laughs> okay. So everyone's on the show here is selected three movies from each subgenre that we will briefly discuss uh, and state why we find them frightening. Um, note that this is not a discussion on quality of film. This is only a discussion on scare factor. Quality plays no role. So we are not talking about our favorite movies that are kind of scary. We're talking about the movies that scared us the most, whether they're good or bad. Um, if someone else picks your film, you can replace it with another film if you choose, because some of us have lists that are a little too long. And then due to time restraints, I'm going to try to keep a timer for 18 minutes for each subgenre to so we don't, you know, go over two hours too much. Hopefully. That's the that's the hope. Does everyone agree? Without Ready rules, to go? we can't have fun. No, no the, fun. Rules, the rules regarding fun are, are, are not there. To you quote can have that, fun. To, to quote that, that, that kung fu film that I think the Jizza samples, I agree. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for that, Justin. Appreciate it. Okay, let's get started then. Uh, Okay, our first category is realistic killer. And we're going to be going around in a circle. So, Justin, you kick us off with your one of your, let's say one of your favorite, one of your scariest supernatural Uh, killer movies. One of my scariest, it's, uh, it is to me what I've always considered to be, it's not my favorite horror movie or even my favorite movie. But it's the film that I think is objectively the best horror film of all time, and it's definitely one of the scariest. 
um, the OG Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yes. Same on my list, too. Yeah. I I don't, honestly, don't know who's scarier. Um, Leatherface or his, like, weird, like, the twin, Chop Top's twin, Nubbins, whatever, the hitchhiker. Those two in that, especially, uh, no, I'm going to go with the hitchhiker. Because, like, that scene when they first pick him up is, like, god-tier frightening to me. There's nothing scarier than that. There is film. that. It that is so. <laughs> oh my god! I can't even. I, I can't even. I've reverted to my to my natural caucasity, and I I can't even. <laughs> that's a I great agree. pick. Yeah, I mean that's yeah. on my list too. Same. It's yeah, I guess I list. can pick another one. Um, I'm not gonna because okay, just Carly. Is. <laughs> Carly, you're next. If you want to, <laughs> you want to continue the the Texas Chainsaw discussion. Then, if you agree. No, I agree, but I'm just not going to change it. But I'll choose another one of mine, which is Black Christmas. Oh, amen. Yeah. Amen. Amen. That's also on my list. I feel like our lists are going to be very similar, Carly. (laughs) Yeah, same. Same. It's just absolutely haunting and terrifying. And every time I watch it, I'm still creeped out by it. What scene do you think is the scariest in that one that gets you the Um, most? I think just hearing the phone calls oh, yeah. in general is just so gross and chilling yeah. and terrifying. Absolutely. Just the ringing. Even just at the very end, I have to turn it off. Yeah. Because the ringing just keeps going through the credits and I get chills and I can't handle it. I'm getting chills it. right now just thinking about it. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, Al, I'm, I'm just shout feeling, one out. I'm just feeling dead inside because the two films you just brought up, I don't find scary at all. <laughs> oh, f- fuck off. You don't find Texas Chainsaw Massacre scary at all. No, and this is one of the things when I was making the list that I wanted to, like, uh, broach. Is like, There's definitely a difference between, you know, the stuff, because I'm sure as all of us are, like, you just do to become numb from watching too many horror films. So the films I find scary now are kind of very low on the ground, but I went with, like, the films when I first saw them, no matter what age I was, That's you know, like, fair. really unsettled me. Um, sure. And, yeah, for some reason, the Texas Chainsaw never did. Like, it never, like, affected me. In any, uh, well, the bit with the grandpa with the hammer, I guess, did a little bit. Like, that was unsettling. But the rest I, of it didn't do anything. For I, I think, I what think makes, you're not so. What, what makes Texas Chainsaw so scary, especially the hitchhiker, is that having dealt with people who were like neurodivergent in my life, um, not to be like ableist, but there's a feeling of like anything can happen. And there are certain there are certain people that are so wholly unpredictable that that is just like – I like to think of myself as able to deal with like a, a, any given situation – when it comes to like like a face to face interaction with someone professionally, but the few times in my life where I've been caught off guard and I've been unable to kind of like read where a situation is going, it always takes me back to that scene in Texas Chainsaw because you could tell like all the characters like looking at each other like what the fuck is this guy gonna do? And there's just something that is it's like dealing with an animal. Al, mm-hmm. that's why it's scary. Yeah. Maybe I just feel more at home with the animal. In addition to the hitchhiker scene and the like uh the grandpa with the hammer scene, it's also incredibly terrifying the first time someone's taken and the door just closes. You know what I mean? Or just walking through that house is is incredibly unsettling. Um the beginning of that film with the camera sounds is insane. Like all everything about that movie is scary. It's really terrifying, and I 
I feel like because I've seen it so many times over the years, it kind of just like is exciting to me now when I watch it. But when I saw it in theaters and being able to hear the sound design and how fucking terrifying it is, it just kind of like reiterated it for me. Agreed. Okay, so Al, you disagree with all of us. Yep. Tell us what films, <laughs> I mean, you, one of your films. I appreciate I'm objectively wrong because everybody loves yes, some Yes, you are objectively wrong in this situation, but go ahead. Um, I'm going to go then my first choice. And it's kind of fun because then like you're taking one just because you're worried other people might take them. But now I, f- I was really worried my list was going to overlap to everyone. And now I feel it won. Uh, High Tension, which in the UK is called Switchblade Romance. Um, it's going to be my first pick for this. Everyone, okay. Um, which was one of the films I was uh, when I first saw this. It was at Fright Fest, and I li- literally like bit through my thumb when I was watching it the first time. Um, I had like <laughs> blood on my hands <laughs> when I came out of the cinema. Um, it's almost like operates in real time, which really, really affects me. And it has just this like it, it's essentially just three very long scenes once the horror kicks off, which for mm-hmm. me is much more. I know, the tension just keeps like ratcheting. Like I'm not a I'm not a fan of the ending at all. Like I fucking hate the ending of this movie, which I won't. I don't, are we doing spoilers in this podcast or not? I don't know. I think you discussed that film on our show. Actually, that Probably. was one of the ones you picked. Yeah, right. when you came you on did. our show before. Um, um, but in this show, are we going to do spoilers for films we talk about, or can we just? Uh. Um, I think you can talk about specific scenes. I think that's okay. okay. Well, I don't know if we need to talk about the ending of that film, though, because yeah, no. that's kind I mean, of a I big spoiler. I just don't like the ending of that film, but the the, I love is, the rest of the is, film so much, it doesn't matter. Like it's Yeah, okay, that's fair. I mean, yeah, the twist is, you know, a little bit shitty, but yep. it is what it is. Yep, yep, yep. But uh, I can I can get behind that. I mean, I don't particularly, I don't know, that one is scary for sure, but I, to me, not not on my list. But I think that's that, okay. that film, the reason why I brought that one up first is because it gives that gives me what you're all talking about with Texas Chainsaw. There's just this, gotcha. like, this sort of like step ladder into depravity in that film, which makes me feel sure. unsettled. Mm-hmm. Right. Awesome. Um, all right. So you guys both talked about two films on my list, Texas Chainsaw Massacre and the Stra- and Black Christmas was on my list. I'm going to go with The Strangers, uh, which is the list. third film on my list. Um, that, uh, yeah, it's probably on Carly's too. Uh, mm-hmm. terrifying movie. I still have a hard time watching it because something very realistic and similar happened to me just in terms of someone knocking on my door in the middle of the night asking to use the phone and it scared the crap out of me for still to this day. It was years ago. <laughs> I still have nightmares about it. Did they have a mask um, on? No, they didn't. I mean, they didn't have to. Just like a creepy person knocking on my door in the middle of the night asking to use the phone was creepy enough for me. Uh, the mask um, of humanity. <laughs> um, so that one uh, terrifies me. Um, absolutely. Yes. Same. Strangers. That's my third. That's my number three. Oh, wow. You two just okay. copying We're- each other's homework. That was happening. No, I mean, Carly can't see my list, so and she we just find similar things scary. We're friends. Yeah. I, I, I will We're say similar. I'm not crazy about that film as a whole. Um, no. Absolutely not. But, it's not my f- a good film, but we're talking about what scares yeah, you, right? It, it, yeah. It, it's it's the scene, um, and I think this is actually covered on the Shutter 101 scariest movie moments. Like, I remember watching that movie and just being like, oh, okay, this is like, it's fine. Uh, and then like the scene where Liv Tyler is like, why are you doing this? And they're like, because you were home. Mm-hmm. And I remember being like, oh, fuck. <laughs> like, wow. Fuck, that is- I'm always home. <laughs> it, well, not only that, but it's like, it's such a commentary upon like, 
I can't tell if it's like fatalistic or sort of almost like entirely chaotic. And I don't know which is scarier. Like the idea that this sort of like chaos is just like inevitable or that it's just like it's entirely by chance. And both of those things are just so frightening to me that I, I don't know, just the idea of these people just wandering around being like, oh, it's, it's, um, I forget which serial killer it was back in the seventies. The guy, I think it was like in Sacramento or San Francisco, he would just like go to people's houses and try their doorknobs. <sighs> and like, he tried like five houses and they were all locked and the sixth was open and he just went in and just did horrifying shit to the people because it no. was unlocked. And yeah. yeah, that is the strangers to me. Yeah. yeah. That's why it's my terrifying. door is never locked. Literally. Always locked, you, may, you mean. Always, always. <laughs> Amy's like, try something, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. Always <laughs> locked. Never locked. <laughs> always locked. And Tony likes to sleep with my wind- with the windows like open, and no, I no, have no, a hard time no, with no. that. No, 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 yeah. no, no. I know. I told him. I'm like, Absolutely I don't not. care that we have a dog. Like, still. I was listening. Bitches can climb through that shit. I was, I was listening to a to a competing horror podcast recently, and they and like one of the fuckers on that is you know when you listen to a podcast and you just want to scream at the person who's talking, which is pretty much every yes. time. Guest. Yeah, constantly. <laughs> um, and 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 one of the like reviewers in there was saying the exact opposite, Justin Widow, just like yeah that film was really great and t you get to the ending they say because you're home and it was just such a stupid like we needed a reason that's really bad writing and they were so hung up on that being the reason it deflated all of the spookiness in that film it's like what? everybody else i know like that's the reason that film that's is scary. the reason it's like, scary the, and, yeah. they, and they couldn't comprehend that that would be the reason it was scary for people which was oh my god yeah that's crazy i agree like those and people stupid that's literally the part that makes it the scariest <laughs> it's true i like jaws except you know you know when the shark eats quint it's just i don't know <laughs> <laughs> why, why spoiler alert quint? hey justin what up okay give us another one american psycho <laughs> okay and here's like why it. okay this is gonna sound like i'm being a bit of a goof which is understandable because i'm always a bit of goof but mm-hmm. um one of the things that frightens me most is the concept of the uncanny valley. And as much of a pompous asshole as I think um, Christian Bale is, I really think he masters in this film uh, an utterly inhuman being playing a human almost perfectly. And yeah. every time I watch it, it's just chilling. Um, That's fair. That's a it, fair reason. But yeah, mm-hmm. it, it's just like I, I know he is like technically biologically a human being. But I don't know. I don't know I, if we have proof of that. To be fair, <laughs> I, I mean the character, like the character. Oh, oh yeah, sure. Um, it, but it, yeah, it, it's just um, the concept of of something wearing a mask and going amongst mm-hmm. people and mastering our gestures and all our little affections and knowing the right things to say and being like very good at that. While on the inside, just being completely fucking vacant and detached from humanity as a whole. Um, it's not even like the violence in that movie that, that scares me. It's just the idea of this thing, this person, uh, sort of masquerading like uh, normalcy. Yeah. All the while being like, I could not be further from all of you. It's basically is, a lizard person. Yeah. He, I mean, yeah. It, it, yeah, it's it, it's just um, I don't know. It's just it, every time I watch that movie, like I'm in all of that, and it's just it just chills me. I mean, that's a really interesting take. Like, I would never pick that movie, but I also like the way you're phrasing it. I totally get it. 
Like yeah, it is same. terrifying that that, Justin, that there's people that can mask so well and be so terrifying. Um, you know, we know that they exist in real life too, which makes it all the scarier, right? Um, so that's cool. That I mean makes sense. Okay, Carly. Yeah. And, and wait, wait, wait I just want to say, Justin, if you don't like the Uncanny Valley, then in your paranormal like section, I'm fully expecting the Polar Express to come up. What's that? I'm expecting the Polar Express to now come up in your paranormal like, <laughs> section. <laughs> I appreciate um, that. So I'm out of movies. Everybody said mine. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but that's great. I mean, we all, I mean, I think that to a point, a lot of people are going to find the same things really scary. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go ahead, Al. You haven't, you must have more. I do. I have movies. Um, Shout out two more. Just do them both. Just do them both. Oh my God. Yeah. That's too much limelight. Don't let me run away with it. All um, right, just shoot one. Just I'm shoot gonna one. go with uh, I'm gonna go with another French film from the New Extremism movement, which are definitely like that was a bottleneck of films that actually fucked me up at the time. Which is Inside, um, which okay. is a home invasion film with a lady with some scissors coming after a pregnant woman. And yeah, I mean, man, I won't even watch that one. So yeah, I got it's you. A fucked up movie. <laughs> And there's a lot of tension. Like that's one of the most genuinely like, oh fuck, this entire film is nightmare fuel. Um, yeah. And the other one for me is just more personal. It actually, I don't. It's one of those ones that people are like, is it horror? Is it not horror? And I don't give a shit. Um, it it was. So I didn't really come to horror until later on. I think I've even talked on your show before. Night of the Living Dead was my first one that I saw. But the first one I saw in cinemas was Seven. Um, which oh, just happens okay. to be my favorite film of all time. That's one of my backups. That's um, one of my backups. It scared me a lot when it came out. And I saw it in a very surreal way. Like we were in, I was with my dad in this like art house cinema um, in Switzerland, sitting next to Anthony Hopkins and his mistress. And it really like <laughs> baked into my brain. And I was pretty, I was way too young to go see it, but in Switzerland, they didn't care. Um, and I'd never seen anything like it. And I came out of it. It was one of those films you come out of it just changed, you know, it's sure. like our life's never sure. going to be the same again <laughs> for me. Absolutely. Okay, under time restraints, I'm just going to shout out a couple more of mine since a lot of mine were picked. Um, seven's also on my list. Um, the Hitcher, I'm going to yes. say. Oh, that's yes. my is, favorite midnight ooh, that's movie a great of all one. time. Is, there's, the, there's very few uh, serial killers puts a film that I find scarier. Um, he's terrifying. He's terrifying. That movie is so much fun to watch and is still so scary. And I feel like yeah. it's hard to do that. I feel like it's hard to be one of the scariest films and also be like super entertaining and like rewatchability is there. Yeah. yeah uh, and the Hitcher is that for If me. any of you listeners haven't watched that, fucking watch that movie. Like we reviewed yeah. like hundreds of films on our show. That's my number one film we ever reviewed. Uh, and also like the original, like don't go watching the remake, please. No. Yeah, watch uh, I mean, you can, but that's terrible. not the one we're talking about. Uh, also the loved ones, um, uh-huh. super okay. underappreciated for how fucking scary it is. It's good. I didn't think it was super scary. Oh, my gosh. I did. Dad and daughter dancing and drilling holes in people's heads and keeping boys in a <laughs> hole. It's giant. It's terrifying. What are you talking about? <laughs> I was I just mean, like, terri- yeah, this is a movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is totally normal. Again, those this. were my backups. Those were not my top three, but like, yeah. eh, it's up there. It is. It's good. I like it. Other people, Justin, I think you can shout out a, a few more. We have a couple more minutes left. Um, I I guess just the obligatory Halloween. Um, that yeah. movie still frightens me, especially like the last like ten minutes or so. Um, again, it, it's 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 more the idea of like looking at a being that like is the you know no pun intended the shape of a person. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and just having this like and I'm going to talk in the next category about the the concept of something that is just like unrelenting and like entirely unyielding and just keeps coming at you. Um I don't know. Like I I know I know that's what everyone's like go to when it comes to like slashers, but like there's a reason that movie has been held as like a gold standard for almost 50 years now. Uh, I just, every year when I watch it, I'm, you know, I still think Halloween three is better because I'm an asshole like that. But Michael Myers wow. in that first film is such a, like a force to be reckoned with. And when you put yourself in the shoes of like Jamie Lee Curtis, especially, uh, when you're just seeing this, this, this thing that just will not stop like trying to kill you. I don't know. I, I just think about that and I'm like, that has to be. Um, like just utterly terrifying, and I know that it's so generic, and it's such a uh, such a, a like a cop out almost. But I don't know. I just I just feel that anytime I talk about like uh, slasher films, I have to bring up Halloween. I'm also not like the biggest slasher film person, like a, so I feel that's like kind of like entry level stuff. But I don't know. It just uh, it hits me. No, I mean, there's a reason it's a classic. Did any of the dudes have Black Christmas on their list? I know, Al, you didn't. But Justin, did you have Black Christmas anywhere on your list? I did not, only because I like that movie. But the again, I think think, uh, Carly brought it up. The only part of that movie that really scares me is the phone call. Um, Yeah. Because it doesn't sound... Like, it actually sounds like they got, like, like, a neurodivergent person on the phone and were like, it's the fucking ghosts that live in your cereal that are talking to you and then they're just like talking back um but yeah like i said i mean um, this this probably wasn't like straight up slashers that aren't like supernatural aren't really my forte so yeah i don't know i'm not i'm probably not the best qualified to 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 talk about that i uh, just no i think it's just interesting i mean carly and i have mentioned on the show before that i mean i have a theory um that i don't know any men that find black christmas scary um, like it, I think it's just scarier to women. I think oh, just yeah. in general. Yeah, um, I, and I think that goes also that. for like uh, n- you know, nearly every woman I know who's not like a huge like horror fan who's not watching tons of horror films. When you ask them what's the scariest thing they've ever seen, it's always The Strangers. Yeah, so I feel like there are just I mean, some that's films one of them that, too, for yeah. sure. <laughs> Okay, well, that concludes our killer, realistic uh, genre, uh, subgenre. Um, we kept on time, guys. Good job. I stopped All listening right. after the law said that Season of the Witch is better than Halloween 1. That's fine. <laughs> That's fair. It's I mean, fine. I love Season of the Witch, but it is not better than the original, Justin. That's fine. I'm sorry. It's fine. <laughs> the truth will set you free someday. <laughs> All right, what's our next subgenre, Carly? Supernatural killer. Supernatural killer. Okay, Justin, kick us off. Uh, a little film in which Donald Sutherland has supposedly unsimulated sex. Don't look now. <laughs> <laughs> this really? fucking movie. The ending of that movie when the little person turns around. I don't even like talking about it in broad fucking daylight. Like... <laughs> I remember in college, the first time my roommate and I watched that, that scene, we were both like, get the fuck out of here. Oh, my <laughs> God. Like, it's because it's like it's it's such an upsetting film the whole time. It's so mm. you're seeing people like dealing with the loss of a child and it's so heartbreaking and they're just trying to make the best of it. And like off in the distance, there's like a, it's like a like a person killing people. And you're like, 
when is this all going to tie together? And then that ending is just like the way they're shaking their head. It's like a fucking nightmare. Oh my God. It's so upsetting. It's so upsetting. (laughs) (laughs) I find that very happy. I love that. I love it. I love it. (laughs) Okay, Carly, pick one of yours. Uh, Sinister. Yes. Is Is my first one interesting okay um i just want to shout out is that considered a found footage film no i uh, no not at all because it's not it's like i mean he finds films that are found footage it's like he does i had it in my footage okay i had it under found footage because it's all right it's fine i'll move it trial by combat get the knives out (laughs) i mean it's (laughs) It's fine. He it's finds fine. footage, but it's not found footage to us. Okay. <laughs> it is a acted, scripted movie for fine. us. Fair, 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 fair. <laughs> so sinister. Okay. Continue, continue, please. That's it. It just, this movie still scares the <laughs> shit out of me it. when I watch it. <laughs> it's the sound. It's, it, the sound in that film mm-hmm. is, we've discussed it several times, Carly, I know, but that's what does it, right? It's so scary. It's so unsettling. Yeah. yeah. And the thing is, I hate that movie, but it's I still find it so scary. So I will rewatch it over and over again. I Do I think it's dumb? Yes. Will I watch it over and over and over again? Yes, because it's fucking terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> that, that is, a, that is a, a classic example for me for a film that I enjoyed literally up until like the very end. Yeah, same. Uh, the shot of the little kids doing the shh gesture i was like oh fuck you scott derrickson fuck you ethan hawk fuck james ransom like i oh my i hate that shit it's so like 90s new metal like oh, yeah god I get you. stop it i got you because it's so solid up to that moment yeah 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 there are moments that make me so angry and make me yeah. hate that movie but there's the scare factor is so high that you got i know i kind of have to forgive some of it same yeah. Al, you're up. Um, I would go with I can do a really contemporary one and it's actually one of my favorite horror films of the last ten years, which is The Invisible Man. Um, oh, that's a good one. For okay. me that's actually kind of for me it's what I'm really looking for from like a commercial horror film. It's like here's a Question. film you can just enjoy as a fun movie, but also it's all subtext if you want to look for it. Yes. Agreed. Is it supernatural? Because he's like a real man. Yeah, no, I, I wasn't sure where to put it. Uh, it's not really supernatural. It's more science fiction okay. slasher, I guess. I would put it under biological. Okay. I mean. Honest. I was confused but that's sometimes fine. You can as keep well. It there. So Thank you. I think this I appreciate perfect. It. Um, <laughs> yeah. But I just, I think some of the imagery, like, again, I'm emotionally on board with her journey anyway. And mm-hmm. even if he didn't exist, it's still scary. But then, yeah, with the reality Penny of it, 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 yeah. There's so many great tense scenes for me in that film. I think it's a masterclass in, in how to make a blockbuster that means something. Oh. I love it. I agree. That movie is terrifying. It is. It's scary, for sure. Um, okay, I'm going to shout one out. A Nightmare on Elm Street, the OG. Yes. Yeah. Bring yes. it back. That's on my list as well. That film is still super terrifying. And you forget because Freddy gets so goofy in the sequels. Yeah, You've always, I always forget how freaking dark the original is every time I watch it. Um, 
Still super and his scary. Theme. Freddy was one of the first horror villains to terrify me just in picture form alone. My friend had a poster of Freddy Krueger. Her brother had a picture of Freddy Krueger on his wall. And whenever I went to her house, I would literally run past his room because the, the poster scared me so much. Um, Freddy, love him. Love to hate him. That movie is terrifying. <laughs> so many people like that's a film unlike Halloween that I feel is slightly falling off in the zeitgeist now. Like people talk about that film like, yeah, it's not as great as people said it was. Like that film fucking fucked me up when I first saw that movie. It's scary. Yeah, it's no, it's legit it scary. Is. Yeah, I saw it at the drive-in the other night, and I was. It, it's one of those. It's one of those movies that it's always satisfying to return to. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it, I mean, especially like the. Uh, the idea that you're like when you, uh, I forget. I think his name is Rod. Like the it's Rod. Like the, <laughs> when he first sees Tina get killed. Like yeah. imagine being that guy. Yeah. Imagine waking no. up and seeing your girlfriend on the ceiling being attacked by something you mm-hmm. can't see. Dude, yeah. It's so fucked on so many levels. Yeah. And even with like the fake shitty arms, like oh, scraping there's nothing the wall. It's still so scary, even though you can tell it's, like, silly effects. Like, mm-hmm. it yeah. still scares me. Like, I still love being scared by that whole thing. It's good. It's so effective. It really is. Amy, it's funny you brought up A Nightmare on Elm Street because my number two film yeah, is A New Nightmare. Oh, okay. Yeah. Nice. Explain, uh, please. That, uh, that one... I went into it expecting to hate it because I thought it was like kind of a cheap gimmick, but the way it was played as like Freddy coming into the real world, like the scenes when people realize that like, oh shit, like this is real now. Uh, the fear is almost contagious amongst them when they're all like talking, like when she calls like Robert England and he's like, oh, I had a, I'm doing a painting because I'm Robert England and I'm fancy in real life. And then Wes Craven's <laughs> like, oh, the demon, blah. And then like, there's like the weird little kid from Pet Cemetery. And um, I'm going to tell you guys something I never told anyone in my entire life. But when I was little, <laughs> this is going to sound so fucking stupid. I'm putting it out there. He has like the dinosaur and the dinosaur gets like, gets like, he's like, oh, Rex stopped him. And the dinosaur is like cut. I remember being, <laughs> being a kid when I first saw the movie, I was like, that dinosaur better come to life and fight Freddy or this movie is bullshit. <laughs> I was just going to talk about that scene, Justin. That is the one scene I remember being a kid and watching it on freaking TV. And so like all the good stuff's cut out anyway. But that scene st- sticks with me to this so, day. I was just like, fuck yeah, we're going to get a dinosaur. I was so convinced that a fucking dinosaur <laughs> I mean, I didn't think that, Kruger. but that scene is very effective. To be fair, after <laughs> oh. watching the previous movie, Freddy is Dead, you'd be forgiven for thinking anything would come to life. Like, they go into a fucking comic book cartoon section. Oh, yeah, section. It's, like, it's, like, it's like a blank check for absurdity <laughs> yeah. at that point. Mm-hmm. All right, Carly, you're up. Uh, the Ring. Ooh. Yeah. Interesting. That one we had discussed previously falls under paranormal, but I will allow it. (laughs) Sorry. What's the difference? (laughs) Um, Al, I asked Al that question and it was a whole freaking essay. So, I mean, I'm allowing it because I originally wanted to put the ring in here. So, go for it. Yeah, I'm putting the ring in here. She's technically (laughs) a ghost, is all. I think that's the only reason. No, I think your reason was it doesn't feel like a slasher, whereas... It feels more like a paranormal movie than a slasher. Yeah, my term, that, uh, again, like it's all semantic bullshit. My term, it, it's all semantics. Do it doesn't matter. Yeah, Continue, awesome. Carly. Gotcha. Are we talking about the original or the remake out of interest? 
the remake. Okay. Well, like, yeah, the American version. The American version. The remake. Yeah. Um, I just think this movie is really creepy, and every time it's been a while and I rewatch it, I'm still creeped out by it. Um, I just think everything is really effective, especially the terrifying child. <laughs> Absolutely. Like, the human terrifying child. Not the Samara. terrifying child. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh, the the real life terrifying child or Samara? yeah, he's he's oh a yeah, little creep. the little boy. Yeah, he's yeah. a total creep. Yeah, don't call your mom Rachel. What's wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> I don't care how Stop smart being you so are. Creepy. You call her mom. That's the creepiest Plus, part. He, he has like the best line in the movie towards the end where he's like, "Oh, you shouldn't have done that." And it's like it's really the third act spooky. Yeah, they realize they've sleeps. been doing the wrong thing. I always thought him saying she never sleeps was the creepiest part. All right. Yeah. I mean. So, sure. <laughs> yeah, all the imagery, everything. It's just so creepy and it's so well done. And I like it. You scared of horses? Is that what's going on? I mean, it stressed me out. Like, all of the horse scenes stressed me out. Mm. Obviously, I always but. think that, like, the, ori- the original, I think because I watched it second, and I'm not sure that the translation's really good. Um, it just didn't work for me the same way the American remake did. It was one of the rare occurrences in which I liked the American remake better. Um, I haven't tried to revisit it, though, so I don't know if I still feel that way. Um, but I did I agree. feel that way originally. Yeah, I agree. I actually found Ringu Zero, which is like the prequel, to be scarier no. than the first Ringu. Wow. I liked it better. Wow. Maybe not scarier, but I liked it better. Wow. But again, I haven't seen it in probably since it released. So twenty years. I love them both. <laughs> I can't for very different reasons. I feel the American one and the Japanese original do like great jobs in different directions with that story. But. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> Go Al. ahead, Al. You get to pick one now. Um, well, you've already done it. Nightmare on Elm Street was on my list for sure, and then uh, my third one's actually it's it's a weird one. Now we're going to get into that fun thing we're talking about. Where we're not talking about our favorite films. We're talking about the ones that spooked us. And for me, so right. many films that actually spooked me. This is not the film. It's like I might have really even not enjoyed a film, but then there's a scene, you know, and just that one okay. scene is like there. Like most of the things that have stuck with me are singular scenes from films I don't really like. Uh, Let's hear it. But a film I do like, but I don't love, is the original Hellraiser. Uh, but the one scene that, that for me is the only perfect scene in the entire 13 film now, whatever, franchise of Hellraiser, is when she's in the hospital and she opens um, the box and they come through for the first time proper and have like the conversation with her and Chatterer is like there and puts his fucking fingers in her mouth and pins her against like a wall and then like mm-hmm. pinheads talking. It's just so... All of it was so nightmarish, like the lighting of it is like an, a beautiful 80s music video with like the brickwork suddenly turning like opaque and the light from behind it and like the music and the like the bells ringing, like that whole sequence. So when I started watching horror films, I just, uh, horror films, I started watching old franchises I could like eat up and they're all pretty easy until I got to Hellraiser in that scene. <laughs> I was like, oh fuck, this is something else. This is like something really horrible that makes me feel unsettled and i don't think they ever hit that height again in any hellraiser film for me um but, yeah. wow. but the rest That's of the film fair. i don't love to be honest but that scene i think is perfection fair i agree I mean, yeah. um that seems great that, yeah the movie in general is kind of like an awkward melodramatic soap opera e movie but the cinebites and that scene in particular and it's very effective 
Oh, I guess I guess no one else here has ever tried to fuck their brother's wife on their <laughs> wedding day. <laughs> I guess I'm the only one. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, I'm going to pick another one. Um, let's say Candyman, bringing it back. Carly and I were just discussing this film. Wait, the new one. Um, I'm talking OG. I haven't seen oh. the, the new one yet. Oh. Um, I still think it's terrifying. I still think it's creepy. If anything, I find the f- the framing of our main character to be the scariest part. And the one scene where she wakes up in the in the bathroom covered in blood is pretty pretty freaking still brutal to this day. Um, super nightmare fuel. But even I don't know her crawling through the medicine cabinet too is just like that whole moment is also very terrifying and just I don't know I love that movie I think it's scary I I mentioned last week I, it's a rewatch for me every Halloween season um, Candyman absolutely I love that movie like the one scene where he like I think it's the dean of the college where he just like guts him while while Virginia Madsen is like yes. in the room and yeah. like you watch that and you're like oh shit like you didn't even know he was there and then he does that weird like backwards like moth thing out the window and it's like oh yeah. fuck he can he can fly now too great <laughs> It's true he can't fly he's supernatural Uh I want to throw out this I'd put it in the group chat beforehand um Okay it doesn't often get brought up in like discussions of a horror film, but I absolutely think the Terminator would count as a supernatural killer in the sense that it is definitely not natural. Um, and that film follows the kind of formula of a, of a slasher film. Like you have this, like it, it could be Michael Myers, like an unstoppable killing machine that is like fixated on this one woman and, I, it's like every time I watch that movie, it's like it's 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 the it's the actual face value imagery of it, where there's someone trying to kill you, and then you're like, oh, and they're a metal skeleton, that's even scarier. And then there's like the, there's like the existential idea of like this thing is trying to kill you for something you haven't done yet. Yeah, I, the, I, there's just something about like the like the sort of um, objectification of human life as merely a means to an end. Because that's all really it views her as is like she is the mother of my enemy, so I have to kill her. Like her life doesn't actually like there's there's no real malice there personally towards her, and I think that makes it so much more upsetting mm-hmm. that something is trying to kill you just because of something you're going to do and not necessarily something that you've already done. It just fucks with my head so bad. What I love about it's this fair. conversation is that it's not really villains and scenes that are scaring Justin, it's concepts. And that makes me go <laughs> happy. I'm a weirdo. I overanalyze everything. No, no. I'm with you completely. That doesn't make you thing. a weirdo. That's just yeah. what scares you. Yeah, That's no, fair. I do the same exact thing, Justin. I get Carly, it. Carly, shout yeah. one out. That's I you you finished me my list. You finished me. <laughs> finished me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Al, shout one out. Um, I do want to say, like, yeah, with the Terminator, I remember when I was at school and, yeah, this was pre-me watching any horror films. I remember walking through a room and everyone had it on a VHS um, at a far too young age. And it was at that last scene where the skeleton rises up out of the fire and then comes after them. Oh, my God. And that was like, yeah, I'd never, that did fuck me up at the time, for sure. (laughs) Um, I'm going to go, no, wait, 
Oh, Supernatural Girl. I've done all three because you did my Nightmare on Elm Street. So you got all mine. So I'm okay. Anything else you want to shout out? Um, I just want to say hi to my mom. And okay. <laughs> I'm going to tie it up then with uh, Friday the 13th, the remake from 2009, which I know is also a favorite of Carrie's. <laughs> it's br- more brutal uh, than the original, or really, in my opinion, any of the remakes. Uh, I find that version of Jason way more terrifying. The whole like sleeping bag scene alone, nightmare fuel. Love me some Friday the Thirteenth remake. Yeah, I agree. I um I watched kind of the opening scene of that last night, and then I was like, no, I need to save this till later in the month because I was like, <laughs> this is like needs to close out the month. But like even just the scene right before the title card where he's like r- not running but walking very determinately through the or to the girl to like you know mm-hmm. pull yeah. back. I was just like, oh my god, he's so scary. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, yeah, that's like the shot for sure. Justin, yeah. do you like oh, the so Friday the 13th remake? Uh, I'm not a big Friday the 13th fan. Like I said, I'm not crazy about slashers. The only one I really like out of the Friday the 13th films is, I think, part three. Okay. That's where he gets I mean, the other ones I'm like, uh, I, they just, uh, like, I, I'm not, I, I don't think I'm the, the best qualified to talk about them because I've always... Like, out of all the classic, like, when I was a kid, it was like, you gotta watch Nightmare on Elm Street. You gotta watch Friday the 13th. Time's and up. You gotta- <laughs> nope. You have a beeper? <laughs> I, felt like, I felt like I was, like, my... Like I was my, in my, Justin's my, my, childhood. My phone, yeah. yeah. But to just, to just wrap it up, um, yeah. I don't love it, but I also don't hate it. It's just the movie that exists for me. Well, I just know that makes sense, because there's never been four people in one room who all liked the Friday the 13th remake before, so that would have spooked me out. We're also not in a room together, unless you count a chat room. We're in a chat room in spirit. (laughs) Speaking of spirits, spirits. Next up, we're going to be discussing paranormal, which is by far the hardest one for me because you know I love me some paranormal movies. Okay, so hardest as in that's the that's the genre that spooks you the most. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe not. I mean, maybe not. Maybe realistic killer actually scares me the most, but it's the scariest that I enjoy the most. Sure. If that's fair to say. Justin, kick us off with one of your paranormal films that you picked. Uh, paranormal. It says ghost position, etc. <laughs> but aliens fall under paranormal. So I'm going to fucking throw fire in the sky in there. Because we established that, that aliens were creatures slash animals. No. Yes. Aliens okay, good. Because that's like okay. xenomorphs. And, xenomorphs and, are animals. And blobs. And creatures. And things. Those are... <laughs> I gotta calm the fuck down. <laughs> Alien abduction, that counts as paranormal. No. I'm okay with that, with the abduction, the abduction part. The abduction. I mean, we had a fucking conversation <laughs> about this. is the only reason I'm upset I, about look, this. Look, I'm, I'm not gonna talk about it a lot. I'm just gonna say. <laughs> Alright, I'm starting fri- the timer. Go. It's, it's frightening. Uh, I don't like man-sized fetuses, wrinkly doctors, <laughs> sticking my eyeballs at things and shoving stuff in my mouth. Wait, what are we talking about? Me- <laughs> I don't know. I don't know anymore. I'm so confused. <laughs> That's fire in the sky. Oh. That's fire in the sky. He's, he's naked you're just and telling he's, us about he's your We're not stations. to that part yet, Justin. You got. I know you love aliens, but and can you hold on a little longer with and aliens? He's scared films? and he's naked and he's vulnerable. <laughs> I know. I know. I know, baby. I know, okay. sweetheart. All right, I'll throw a real paranormal one out there. Thank um, you. The autopsy of Jane Doe. 
Yeah, that's on my list. So good. Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. I find that very interesting. I okay. love that movie. I make a lot of jokes about bullshitting my ways into film festivals. I actually haven't actually like been like, no, I'm a real like before I actually started like writing film reviews. Um, this was one of the first things where I was like, yeah, I am a journalist. Can I get a press pass for the Brian <laughs> Cox Q&A? And somehow I got one. I was like, cool, fuck it. So I saw this movie in New York City with Emile Hirsch and Brian Cox in attendance and the director, whose name I unfortunately, I can't recall. Very nice man, though. I love him. Uh, isn't it Overdahl? Yes, Andre's Overdahl. Andre yeah. yeah. Um, I spent so much of this film hiding my eyes um, because like, even though nothing overtly scary happens, it very early on successfully establishes this like just absolutely rich atmosphere of dread and it maintains it the whole time. It does. You're and right. you spend most of the movie expecting something really terrible to happen. And even though like nothing traditionally like scary, like boo, jump out happens, I always feel like I had, I'm getting over a panic attack. I always feel like that kind of like come down from like, and like, 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 like I'm sweating and like my, like everything hurts. Um, and it's just like, it evokes in me like a very powerful fear response and very few films, um, have really do that. Fair. Fair. And yeah. Th- this, this, I, I always like, th- it, I don't know. There's just something about this movie that just, it just activates something inside of me that is just so frightening. It is. All right, it's good so pick. Good. It sounds like others selected that too. Carly? Uh, let's go with Poltergeist. Um, oh. When I first saw this movie, it scared me, but then I loved it. But I think what haunted me was the, <laughs> just the skeletons in the pool really grossed <laughs> me out. <laughs> Absolutely. And, um, like, stuffed animals coming to life really freaked me out as a kid. Um, clowns. Clowns. Oh, my God. Strangling you. <laughs> hated it. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> it's, it, 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 it's Steven Spielberg's finest film. It's, it's clear, yeah. <laughs> oh, Justin. Uh, okay, we're going to skip over Al because apparently he's got something better to do. Um, no, is he there? I will, he just stepped away. Um, I will shout out <clears throat> a film in recent memory that really frightened me, um, which is hard to do these days, is Terrified. Oh, not yes. To be, I, this is on my not list, Not to too. be confused with Terrifier. Uh, <laughs> terrified is extraordinarily scary. Oh, my um, God. I think, I mean, with an even higher budget, like, I, I, I don't even know that I could handle it, <laughs> luckily. <laughs> There's some the most- lower budget effects that take me out of it, because if there weren't, I, I would have a hard time, I think. The, the boy at the table, the, the silverware, mm-hmm. the guy in the closet, I just can't. That movie is so scary, um, so effective, and really... Um, I just cannot. I love. I love Terrified a it's, lot. It's it's the most aptly named film of all time. Like it really nine. is. It really is. Um, and and yes, Terrified, top of my list. One of the scariest paranormal films I've ever seen. Al, it's that was not on, on my, my list, list too. but it should be. Yeah. Yeah. Did you forget about it, Carly? 
Kind of. I did this very quickly because I, if I overthought it, it wouldn't have gone well. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Okay, Al, coming back to you. Yeah, I find it weird because I feel like Terrified and the Autopsy Gender are two kind of outliers, but they were both on my list as well. Um, I had four really? for Paranormal and those were two of them because... Yeah, like Terrified, it's not a perfect movie, but there's just there's so many bits in it that are some of the scariest shit I've ever seen. And particularly well, the beginning stuff with the kid. Right? Yeah. It's like not recycled things we've seen a hundred times. What the fucking it's even the whole so, street that's haunted, which is great. Even the thing that's like, yeah, monster in the closet, which has been done a million times, it's such a fresh take on it. Mm-hmm. Like to bring that back to make that really scary is is awesome. Yeah. Like, the 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 thing yeah. that, that uh, the scene in that film that kind of projected me to put on put it on this list was it's the scene when they find the little boy sitting at the table mm-hmm. and yes. the two police officers are talking to each other and you can tell they're both like, we know what happened here, but I don't want to say it mm-hmm. because then if we acknowledge it, then it's real. So we're just not going to talk about it and talk about the obvious thing that why the, we're not going to talk about what happened. Yeah. We're just going to be like, well, maybe someone dug him up and put him here. And it's like, no, he fucking walked here. And, but like in the real world, people would be like. It's kind of like uh, if I don't say it, it's it's kind of like a like Schrodinger's werewolf. Like there's a werewolf <laughs> out in my roof at night, but if I don't look and see, it can't get me. The second I look and see it there, then the werewolf is real and it comes into my you know whatever. Yeah, yeah. It's how it's protracted like, that scene is. Like it, like that's what makes that scene extra scary. Yeah, it's just because they're having that conversation. You know what they're thinking, and it's he's just there in the background the entire time for so long, and it's, it's, so, oh, it's so fucking good. It does such a good job of making scary paranormal things feel very real. Yes, mm-hmm. like I feel like so many movies that have paranormal things happening feel so dreamlike and out out of reach like it would never actually happen this feels very much like it could happen even though like they're crazy things that really couldn't i don't know it feels it feels very tangible and i i love that movie a lot okay justin shout one out uh those are my two uh, Oh, sorry par- al we're going back to you me um okay well yeah, my favorite i know i said seven's my favorite film of all time and i've technically thrown it into the horror thing but in terms of like a film but no one can discuss whether it's horror or not my favorite horror film of all time is the orphanage um and Ooh. what i love about oh, that movie is it's it genuinely like when i've had so many friends over the years go yeah but i don't like i don't watch horror films i don't want to watch it and i'm like look here's the thing with the orphanage is like because they go is it scary i was like yeah the first time i saw it i was tense as hell but if you don't want to be scared by it like there's just there's no malice in that film like nothing's really trying to scare you it's just scary by default because the craft of it is so fucking good um yeah and yeah i just i absolutely love that film but it also does like there's so many genuine spooky moments in it as well another one you you uh discussed on our show previously well, I'm, I'm, i mean you, I, nothing I'd wrong like with to that talk about I'm, the films i love what can i tell you that's good that's a good thing okay i i've lost track justin you said you didn't have any others uh well we could put the other one the one that i was shushed shushed out of i was shushed out of talking about the the scariest paranormal film of all time that i i can absolutely fit into creature animal i was shushed yeah. but i'll talk about it later but yeah already <laughs> talked about terrified um it's <laughs> fucked up it's just fucked up that's like that's the only way you can describe that movie it's it's just fucked up it really is it really is. The lady coming out to the car, and was she in like a back bend or something? Like, oh. I just go, oh, no. Uh. <laughs> the hand coming out of the wall, the, the funky hand. I don't like it. I don't like it. <laughs> Carly, bring one up. 
Um, Hereditary. Yes, that's on my list. Yes. Scared the shit out of me and made me feel so uncomfortable. And even uncontinued watches, like different parts of it just continue to like creep me out. And it, I love it. I really do. Last year, I have like a horror, usually in October, I'm not doing it this year, but usually in October, I have like a horror movie screenings at my house on Friday nights. And Hereditary was one I screened last year. And um, it was the most scared I'd seen my friends in a long time. Like there were people that were like, I can't handle this. And I, <laughs> I forget that, that people have that level <laughs> <laughs> sometimes <laughs> because I watch too many. Um, but yeah, that was that was one of the ones where I, I actually felt bad after watching it because some people were just not prepared. Um, the, the main scene that comes to mind that scares me the most in that scene in that film is when they're in the attic and she's got like the wire. And that's all I'll say about oh, that. Oh, yeah. Seeing that opening night where it was just like, she's not, oh, she is, oh, fuck. Okay. That sound where you're like, yep. what's happening? Mm-hmm. No. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No. No, no. No, it's no. it's just, and like, that scene where Alex Wolf is at school, it just. Oh, God, oh, yeah. Oh, my God, it freaks me the fuck out. That poor kid. He's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Al, do you have another one you want to shout out? Uh, uh yeah and i just to be clear, i really love hereditary i don't find it that scary but i really love it as a movie i think it's great um i i, I yeah i did have a fourth one that i just pushed out for terrified at the last minute um but it's one that people definitely get grumpy about and it's kind of weird like <laughs> i don't know if it's scary it's just more like it batters you so hard that i find it like overwhelming in a wonderful spooky way um, and it's the film I show to anyone when they're like, oh, I want to get into horror films, but I'm too scared. So I break them by showing them the Evil Dead remake. Um, because, yeah, I love that movie. Um, yes. And I think it's nonstop fucking... Well, once it kicks off after, like, the first 20 minutes, which are fine. It's just nonstop, like, visual nightmare fuel. I think you talked about that on Horror Business, didn't you? Like, yeah. for our 100th episode or whatever? Yeah. yeah. I'll just fuck off. Like, I don't need to... Carly, you know, should we talk about that movie? <laughs> I, I mean, don't have anything to say about it. Okay. <laughs> I don't know we, if you do. Well, I mean, I, while I do find that movie unrelenting and has some of the best scary special effects going on, um, it's a it's a pretty bad movie in general. You said, like, look, you said... Upon rewatch... That it doesn't I matter that, what, I, if you I, like the movie or not. No, it's that's about true. what is scary. That's true. No, 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 no. I'm not scary. saying you're not right. I agree, and I think you picked it for the right reasons. I'm just saying I used to love that movie. I rewatched it, and I was like, fuck, I fucking hate this movie now. <laughs> oh, I love it. I watched it so many times. It's fair. That's fair. And I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just voicing my opinion on the film itself. All right, I'm going to shout out my last one, which is A Tale of Two Sisters. Um... which that first time i watched it the scene with the mom crawling on the bed and i just that scene itself nightmare fuel for a very long time um very few films can recreate something creepy crawling on your bed in a way that scares me as much as that film 
which has been done a million times, but I think that film does it the best. Yeah, I know. I have a few friends who that's that's the scariest movie they've ever seen in their lives. Yeah. Like, that's always the one they bring up again and again. So Yeah, it's it's up there. Yep. I have one more. Yeah, shout it out. My last one is The Exorcist. Oh, that almost made it on my list. Yeah. I um it's just it's weird cuz I feel like the things that are creepy about it aren't necessarily like all of the possession stuff. Uh, while that's very unsettling, even just like I don't know when they were like in the doctor's office that really like grossed me out. And they're like, "Oh, there's just so much, I don't know, the way that it's filmed and everything about it is just it, creeps me out. I have like a really weird relationship with that film in which I don't find it particularly scary, but I think it's such an amazing film in the like objective art of filmmaking. Like that is a perfect movie. Um, a lot of the jumps, the, the, the fear in it, like it, yeah, I mean, it definitely unsettles me, but overall there are so many moments in that movie that are just so well done. And, and then I'm just like, God, like what, what a perfect thing (laughs) like oh the exorcist was one of the first horror films i watched as a kid my my grandpa had it on vhs and i would just watch all of them like (laughs) kind of often and um that one scene the scared the scene that scared me the most was the scene where the priest would walk into the church and then the statue was all messed up oh yeah yeah that one for how scary like some of those scenes get for me being a very little kid i just think it's very interesting that that's the scene that scared me the most yeah some things just really stick with you yeah and i'm with justin like i really love and respect that movie but it's never scared me and i do think actually terrified's the only only i think maybe the only child that's ever scared me in a movie (laughs) (laughs) i think it's i think it says a lot that all four of us are in agreement that terrified is one of the scariest paranormal films we've ever seen like that's saying a lot yeah all of us can agree even al agrees like that's a big deal even Even al who's not scared of anything (laughs) i know i might have to change my list now since everybody's in agreement it's making me uncomfortable Well, we do have three more minutes, so if there's any other films anyone wants to shout out, I definitely have a few. That's it for me. I think we need to save it for Creature Animal, because Justin's going to have a lot to say. Yeah. Can I shout out one more, then? Yes. I'm going to say The Beyond. Yes. 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 Which um, is a polarizing film, I think, for many, but I love The Beyond. I think it is one of the most gruesome films. Films, <laughs> paranormal films, probably ever made. <laughs> it is gory, it is gross, it, it's creepy. And does is there a plot? I mean, it depends on what version of the film you watch. I think, but all in all, um, I really enjoy the Beyond. If you want to just have like a really gross horror movie playing in the background of your Halloween party, I would pick that one for you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that I- or Evil Dead, maybe. <laughs> I, I think you could apply. I, I love that critique of if you want a movie playing in the background, put that. Like, I think you could actually probably apply that to like the other two of like Fulci's Gates of Hell, John. Sure, because but that's they're the just one. I, I kind of like House by the Cemetery with Roder, really? the most annoying child of all time. I just would, like <laughs> put a rock on top of him and leave him there. <laughs> I just I think in gruesomeness alone, uh, it's pretty it's pretty unmatched. Um, even for like the Italian horror thing, it's got going on. 
I haven't seen that since I was a teenager, so now I'm going to have to go back and rewatch it. So thank you. I think you. you should. This podcast I mean, has been useful for me. You got to be careful what version you watch. I think there's a couple, if I'm not mistaken. Um, there's the ver- the one version that's like the seven doors of hell or the seven, I don't remember what it's called. Um Okay. But that one, there's just, there's some translations and editing that's weird in one version and not in the other. And I don't know the difference. I don't remember what it is. But okay. I'll look into it. Just wanted to shout that out. Thank you. Uh, Carly, do you remember that movie? You might not even remember it, but we did cover it on the show. I don't remember it, but no. I'm sure I would if I like saw. I feel like. It doesn't really have a plot, really. So. <laughs> <laughs> it is currently on Peacock and Tubby Tooby. Oh, there you go. Tubby Tubby. tubby. <laughs> okay, we can move on then. All right, what do we got next, Carly? Next is found footage. Well, oh, that's a good one. No explanations needed. No, no explanations needed. Well, uh, apparently Justin, there is, because off. maybe Sinister is found footage, which means 8, yeah, eight millimeter yeah. is probably it's found not. footage. Hey, I wasn't sure. <laughs> what, other, what other films do people watch stuff in? rude okay justin you're up uh this movie is a relatively recent addition to my uh with the catalog of found footage johns we recently just talked about it on hard business it's not a traditional found footage movie uh it's available on tubby tubby savage land Savage Land. I don't know this one. I don't even know what that is. Oh my god in heaven, you need to watch this movie. Oh, okay. I'm writing it down now. Continue. Um, it, it's, don't give uh, anything away. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, it's, it's like um, when I say it's not like a traditional found footage movie, it has elements of found footage in which like there there is documentation of an event that is being examined but it's more like a documentary that's like this thing happened we have one witness, and that witness took pictures, and it's all about the pictures. It is so fucking unsettling. Oh my god, it's so scary. Like, <laughs> uh, <laughs> recent, uh, uh, a few months back, my niece and I were coming home from Philadelphia, and she had brought up like uh, scary movies. She's like, "Oh, like well, you know, well, what are some?" And I was like, "Oh, you know, there's this movie. Like, you should watch it. It's free on Tubi. It's called Savage Land." And I was like, "Just, just do a Google, uh, do a Google image search for Savage Land." And she did. She's like, "Oh, I'm not watching this. Like, this is <laughs> like the photos came up, and she's like, "Yeah, this is." I and then we're like driving through like the backwoods of PA, and she's like, "Why didn't you just stay on the highway? Why did you have to take the scenic route? It's dark. We can't see anything. Just get back on the like. It's <laughs> it, it, it's so upsetting, but it's oh yeah, it, it's just um." It's a very visceral movie, and it it made me um, like next month. I'm actually going camping out to where out by where it took place, and I'm like, oh, fuck, they're gonna get me. God damn Jeez. it! <laughs> yeah, Brave but man. just watch it. It's it's a uh, it's on Tubi. It's free. I cannot recommend it enough. It is just um, it's a near perfect movie, and it's it's. It doesn't take the cheap route of it. Like it, it, it kind of escapes a lot of the tropes of found footage with like the jump scares and the blah. Like it, it, it doesn't have any of that. Like every single, f- the fear in this film is very earned, and I think that what I think that's what speaks to me about it. But yeah, um, Savage Land, it's great. All awesome. right, Carly. You know I got to start with the Blair Witch Project yeah. from nineteen ninety nine. Yes, girl. Um. This movie is just still fantastic, and I love it, and I will love it for all time. It's just so creepy, and 
really the the first best <laughs> found footage movie um in my personal opinion uh and it was it just did it all correctly from obviously we've spoken about it before but like the amazing marketing to the actual film itself to ev- like everything around it is just so creepy and wonderful Yay! On my list too. (laughs) My list too. But I will gladly kick it off to add another because I have quite a few in this category. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna. That that was on my list too. So give it the old boot and replace it with something else. I figured it had to have been. But it's good that you're the one calling it out because it is one of yours. Your face. It is. It's yes. It is. Yeah. It was. It's on my list too, but it's also categorically. I will never like that was the scariest experience I've ever had with a film, and I'll never get to have that again because we live in a different jaded time now. And I think I maybe even like apparently told all my stories on both of your shows, so I probably told this story on both shows. But like I was holidaying in America at the time, and it just happened to have that thing where it was like it was in the ten cinemas to begin with, and we would just happen to be staying near one in New York, and they you know they were taking their clothes from place to place with like the RIP of like these are the dead people's clothes and putting them on exhibit and all that shit. Oh jeez. Um, and like you know I bought the fucking soundtrack which had RIP like inside it as well and all this stuff, and it was at a point where we were like well surely this can't be real, but also surely they wouldn't lie like that like about people's lives, and genuinely watched that film thinking it was real until the credits at the end and a woman in front of me had to be taken away in an ambulance um like she had a full-on like panic attack that they had to like she couldn't breathe so they had to take her away. oh my gosh um, yeah people it, yeah it's weird that like people people these days like don't because like we're roughly we're all roughly within a few years of each other in age how dare you i'm just saying <laughs> um and it's like people tend to forget that when this movie came out I'm not going to lie and say that, like, oh, I knew, I knew it was fake. Like, when I saw the first advertisement for this, I was like, you got to be fucking shitting me. Like, they, they're they showing this? Like, the, the witch took these people and they're showing this? Like, and then it was like, oh, no, it's... And I was like, oh, that's fucking brilliant. This is going to be the greatest movie of all time. Like, people thought this shit was real. Yeah. And, no, they yeah. even had, like, the IMDb pages um, were, like, they, mm-hmm. like, convinced them to say, like, you know, they haven't been found or, like, something yeah. like that on their things. Like, I mean, I was a little too young to remember all the, like, marketing for it, but my brother me all about it so like i remember him telling me that when he saw it like he told me after he saw it, he saw it in an independent theater um in new york and he thought it was real and then the research and found out it wasn't and then he told me all about it and so i remember just him telling me about it just thinking that is so cool i can't wait to watch that movie um and then when i when i did get a chance to finally watch it just it's so brilliant it doesn't show you hardly anything and it's still just so hair raising even when you know it's not real um they just do such a good job of making you feel like it's real and the the, the one of the best final shots of a horror movie ever for sure that yeah movie. my um my girlfriend and i were like we'd seen posters for this movie like leading up to the release and we were so excited about it we've found like you know we've scoured the websites like we were in it like i was so excited to see this movie that my dad actually took us out of school and brought us to new york city to see the like one of the opening screenings of it and it was cool yeah and (laughs) it was like 
one of the best like film memories that I have is being in that theater with like all the people and experiencing it at once. And that's what people like nowadays want to preach as like, yeah, a few days before it came out, they they add the curse of the blood, which, you know, on TV, mm-hmm. which essentially is its own film that is more of a documentary yeah, interviewing the actual family members pretending that their kids were dead. Yeah. And like, <laughs> it was completely fucked up. And yeah, you could not buy into it at the time. And the problem I had was at that point, American films would come out about six months or so before they'd come out in England. So I saw it on holiday, came back like broken from it and told everyone about it. And then it took six months. And by the time it got to England, even in those early days of the internet, everyone knew it was fake. So people then went to see it and I'm like, yeah, it was fine. I was like, yeah. Al, you're British. Was Ghost Watch like, is like a kind of a similar experience for British people, wasn't it? Apparently. I'd never heard of it until people started talking about it. You didn't have that? No, oh, okay. I didn't. But apparently it was for some people. Yeah. It definitely was. We interviewed the the creator of that film. You interviewed Pipes? Like you summoned him and he found him? Pipes. <laughs> yeah, we did. No, the, the writer of we that We had to wake film. up at 5 a.m. Yeah, we did. We had to wake up super early because he was in England, but that was <laughs> kind of a fun experience. No, it was um, great. Okay, uh, let's keep moving on. Al, why don't, did you want to pick a film? Sure, why not? Um, yeah. So because I was so into Blair Witch Project, I then went, I deep dive found footage for many years, and I actually owned a website um, called, fuck, what was it called? Found footage something. And I was trying to, um, <laughs> I was trying to, to watch every single found footage movie that was ever made at the time and categorize them so people could know because inherently i feel just found footage is scary just inherently yeah mm-hmm. particularly Absolutely. if you put headphones on you're watching but you can watch the worst found footage film with headphones on by yourself at night and you're still going to be spooked the shit out sure um <laughs> Fair. and most of them were bad and most of them had similar names so i was trying to categorize it all and i remember at the time i got to like 140 found footage films i'd watched wow. and they just kept fucking because paranormal activity then came out and they just kept bringing them out and then it scaled yeah. to past 300 films i was like i'm never fucking doing this like i just give up completely <laughs> so i really dropped off which is why i'm really happy that justin's like recommended one that i've clearly missed in recent years um but so this is one of the ones where i'm going to say i don't like this movie i don't think it's a good film but there's an image in it at the end that still haunts me to this day um and it's a film called megan is missing um, okay. which i don't know if anyone here has seen I've heard of it. It's about, um, it's just about a, a, a young teenage girl who goes missing, basically. And then her friend tries to find her. Um, and yeah, I remember, again, I haven't rewatched it in a long time. It might be even worse than I remember, but I remembered it not being great, but it was fine. Um, but then there's a bit at the end, which since no one's seen it, I won't spoil just in case anyone watches it. But honestly, I don't recommend people watch it. There's just this shot at the end that really sticks with me um, and really made me feel sick to my stomach. Um, and it's such a just a real sort of image, you know. It's not it's not really, um, yeah, there's nothing supernatural really about it. It's just kind of icky. So that would be okay. my pick. Yeah. And that's the perfect example okay. for me of like films you don't well, that's like. That's good. I mean, that's one we, a lot of people haven't seen you. so that yeah. maybe people want to get people to watch something different. Mm. I feel like a lot of people always shout out the same found footage as being scary. Um, so it's I'm always open to hearing about different ones, even if it's not scary as a whole. I think it, if there's a scene that scared you that much, like it's probably worth watching just Well, I feel with found footage, like the key thing it. is the last five minutes. It's always, you know, yeah. like, can those last yeah. five minutes stick the landing? And that's always my problem. Like, I like a lot of the paranormal activity movies. The last five minutes of all of those movies completely fail for me every single totally. time. Totally. Um, yeah. And this really? was kind of the opposite. Okay. Megan is missing is a film where like, this doesn't work for me, but the last five minutes I remember like really sticking with me. Fair. 
Um, okay, I'm going to shout out a film that I thought was real <laughs> and scared the crap out of me. Um, and I thought it was real because I'm dumb, uh, not for any other reason. Uh, it's The Fourth Kind. That movie <laughs> scared the shit out of me. I still have a strange relationship with owls, an unfortunate <laughs> relationship with owls. Um, that movie is awful. Upon rewatching, I hate it. But watching it the first time was one of the scariest film experiences I think I've had. And I'm embarrassed to say it, but it's true. Oh, no. Famously, I got up and walked out of the theater the first time that trailer because it was like, my name is like Dr. Frankenstein. And I'm like, a, I, I investigate. And they're like, and I was like, what the fuck is this? And then like, it cuts in with the guy. And he's like, the, the first thing I remember is like waking up and seeing an owl looking in the window at me. And I was like, fuck this. And I got up and like, I like told my friend, I was like, text me when this is over. I don't want to see what this is. Just like, walked out. Oh, God. I walked out of watching it with my friends in their living room. Like, I, I couldn't. And I couldn't. The split screen thing was too effective for me. Yeah. I, I could not separate that one wasn't real. That both of them weren't real. I was like, surely one of them's not real. And then that means the other one is real. You know, like, my brain just could not effectively separate that they were both fake. <laughs> I know it's dumb. Can't help that. It's, it's not scared the crap out of me. Dumb. That's what they were trying yeah. to do. They were trying to replicate Blair Witch with like getting everyone to believe it was real. But everyone yeah. was just starting to get more cynical. You know, this was like decades after Blair Witch, though. Like by yeah. then, I should have learned my lesson. You know, <laughs> <laughs> it's what I'm saying. <laughs> oh man. Okay, Justin, you're up. Uh, I was gonna do the Blair Witch, but um, this is another to to it it. it, it kind of is perfect for yours because it also goes in with a film that i don't think is essentially good in fact i would say it's objectively bad um but there are certain scenes in it it's just called alien abduction and um it's uh, it is what it sounds like and it's notable for two reasons. One, it kind of gets around the whole thing of like why are they, like a common problem with found footage films is like why are they filming this like why are they filming you know I don't have to, <laughs> I don't really know how to explain it, but there's a lot of times in these movies where you're like, we don't need to be seeing this. Like, this is exposition, but this is not how real life conversations work. Like you're trying to force this, you're trying to force a traditional film technique into a non-traditional film technique, which is like real life conversations, they don't have things like well-framed shots and exposition and all that. This movie gets around the, f why, why is everything being filmed? Because it's being told from the perspective of an autistic boy who he views the world through his camera. So that's why he's filming everything. And when he's, he's on a camping trip with his family and shit pops off with aliens and anything involving aliens scares me. So there's that. But there's I feel a scene like I've that, seen that one. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut no, it's you okay. off. There's, there's a it, most of the movie is just kind of like okay, whatever. But there's a scene where they come across this like tunnel. It's like a like a road, like it's like a traffic tunnel in the middle of the woods, and like it's this. There's like twenty cars that are just abandoned, and they're like, oh, that's that's weird. The cars are abandoned. And when they get closer, it's not not only are the cars abandoned, but the doors have all been forcibly ripped off. So you're like, okay. And then they start finding like the seatbelts or like people were grabbed out of their seats and they find like a, like a, like a, like a baby car seat that's been ripped out and like thrown on the side of the road. And I remember watching this movie and being like, okay, this is aliens. So it's like kind of upsetting already, but 
other than that, this movie's kind of stupid. And then that scene, when they're finding the aftermath of this mass alien abduction, the imagery of that is so scary that that movie is just like stuck in my brain. Um, I, I, yeah, like I can't, yeah, overall, it's just a dull, it's just a kind of like by the books, like dull, like stupid movie overall. But that scene, it just, it, it does what it does. Yeah. That seems like, I remember it was like, uh, it was similar to like signs, wasn't it? Like that moment where it like stoops across, like felt. Oh yeah, you see it like silhouetted yeah. up, the, up at the other end of the tunnel. Yeah, that movie was fairly big. It was from like the producers of fucking. It was from Lawrence Bender, wasn't it? It was like a. Yeah, it was huge. It was I like mean, advertisers, it, like from the producers of Pulp Fiction. <laughs> and you're like, what? The yeah, hell? it got like a, well, like a big theatrical release and everything. Huh. Okay, Carly, we have to move a little bit quicker so everyone could talk a little bit quicker about the films but yeah carly pick another one please okay this is another one that doesn't end great um but i think the build-up for me personally um is very effective and it's the taking of deborah logan yes oh my god Um, just everything about mixing that illness with like that weird supernatural element what like what is it it could be this it could be that and it's just so it's just chilling and haunting and that lady is so effective i just it's it creeps me out still yeah it's just it's it's so effective again doesn't end the strongest but i think that's normal for a found footage (laughs) but there is a scene that is um that is probably one of the scariest fun footage scenes, I think, mm-hmm. which is when she's eating. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Nothing like it. Nothing like it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Terrifying. Al, do you want to shout out another one? I'd love to. Um, so one that I actually showed to some people, uh, we do a little uh, a thing every other week at our house, and I showed a couple of weeks ago to people uh, is a film that no one seemed to have heard of other than one person and I don't think people really liked because <laughs> it's hard to go back to some found footage films you know we're like oh this fucked me up like 15 years ago uh, but it's a <laughs> UK film called My Little Eye um, which I don't know if anyone um, it's oh. got a big cinematic release at the time in the UK at least um, it was from a director called Mark Evans who previously had just done more sort of dramatic stuff but all of his films weren't making money he was like I need to make some money so he like tried to do uh, this one he didn't see his film footage though it was more of like a commentary at the time on like the Big Brother stuff um, and on reality TV um, but it, I remember at the time I'd watched a lot of found footage films after Blair Witch and then I went to the cinema and saw this and I came out of it and I was like, this is the success of the Blair Witch. Like, this is the film that takes it in a slightly different direction and like makes it feel horrible in a different way. Um, and when you watch it now, it's very much like, I feel like we want more and more twists these days. It's very much what you might think it is when you start watching it. Um, but it, people still enjoyed it. It still seems very effective. I think it's, it's it's not like handheld cameras. It's all like CCTV cameras and cameras everywhere for a Big Brother house, essentially. It's just about a bunch of people who yeah sign up to an internet competition and they have to basically not go home and they get a million dollars. But it's fucking like the end of it. I, I still think it's mostly fucking brilliant. Um, it's actually the second appearance of Bradley Cooper in a movie as well. Um, so uh, All right. That recommend. sounds great. I'm going to add it to my list because I've never even heard of that. Yeah, I'm adding it too. Um, 
Okay, I'm just going to shout out, and if you guys want to just shout out movies without really talking about them because our timer went off, uh, I'm going to say Hell House LLC. Uh, really effective scares in that movie. Um, not by any means a very good movie. I, st- I don't really like it particularly, but there were a handful of scenes that were legit scary to me. So Hell House LLC. Anyone else? No? Okay. No, let's let's move on. Moving on. What do we got next? We did it and no we one got- even mentioned Toby from Paranormal Activity. Isn't that great? Uh, let's keep going. You know, it's on my to. list. <laughs> it's yeah, on my same. list. I just didn't, you know, it's not one of the ones I got a chance to talk about. Um, Creature Animal. So monster mm. flicks, whether realistic or not. Does this include aliens? It does. Interesting. <laughs> Justin, why don't you kick us off? <clears throat> Let me crack my knuckles and <laughs> polish my monocle. I'm starting an 18-minute timer, okay? For him or so, for all of us? For me. For all of us. No, uh, no uh, so aliens, um, my uh, fear slash adoration of the film Fire in the Sky is not a secret. If you talk to me for more than 10 minutes about anything, it's likely the subject will come to this movie. Um, Amy and Carly, you are on uh, Hard Business to talk about it. Um this movie scares the living shit out of me. Uh, as a child, it was the obvious spooky imagery on the ship that scared me. But like the older I get, um, I think the scene that scares me the most is when they find, um, what's his fucking name? Travis, when they find him, when he comes back and he's all like huddling against like the ice box in the gas station. And when his girlfriend goes to hug him and he just loses his mind and starts screaming, um, the sound and sight of someone in true fear is so upsetting. And I think it kind of like hits like an empathetic note in me where I'm like, Oh my God, I don't like that. Like this poor man, like this, I mean, it just, it's, I I think it's more effective than what we actually see when you have to think like, what did he, what was he subjected to that would make him react like that to the touch of his girlfriend? That's the moment in that film that just, just, I'm like, I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to think about it. Fuck it. So yeah. Fire in the sky. I knew that would be on your list. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't even bother putting it on my list because I'm like, yeah, we'll talk about it. Yeah. But yeah, that I mean, the scene, I think it's still um, one of the most effective, if not the most effective alien abduction scene of all time. I don't really truly like the film as a whole, but that scene alone makes it 100% worth watching. It, it, it's also uh, the proud standard bearer of the most reasonable line in any film ever. When <laughs> Craig Schaefer is like, "Leave the son of a bitch, leave the son of a bitch here if he's going to be an asshole." Like, it, it, it doesn't get any more like, "You're right, you're absolutely right." <laughs> All right, Carly, uh, the descent also um, on my list. Good. That movie's so good, not only because of the creature itself, but just the claustrophobia that it kind of incites while you're watching it is so well done, and I love it so much, and it still freaks me out a little bit while I'm watching it. Super effective scares in that one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Al? Yeah, that, that, I mean, that's like, it's it's really weird because these last two genres, I really struggle to find things actually scared me in because apparently these two genres don't scare me, but I fucking love Creature Animal, like monster movies a lot. And The Descent is probably the only one that actually really scared me when I first watched it. Um, I love The Descent. It's one of my top 10 horror films of all time, easily. 
do you have one you want to call out or is that it? um i mean honestly like i don't yeah i mean you know the other ones are just really obvious ones like the thing um is uh, you know a masterpiece and also very unsettling to watch um but it doesn't really again not, none of these really scare me other than the descent um but the mm. thing would be like the closest second place that i could that i could come up with but I don't think there's much more to say about the thing that hasn't been said exhaustively. So. Okay. What about you, Amy? Um, I have one on here that doesn't get a lot of love, um, but I think is really effectively creepy. Um, I think one of the scariest alien films in in a very subtle way is the honey is honeymoon. Oh my um, god! Oh. I think it the way. I don't know the the way the the subtleties of that film are so haunting um and and scary without being outright like jump scary um I just I love that movie um and yeah I mean I think there's some really creative super creepy moments in there that are that I don't know I don't think enough people talk about it to be the, honest the scene where the husband wakes up and um when Ygritte is, like, <laughs> is in the bathroom, like talking to herself in the mirror and practicing, like, practicing, yes. yeah, holy shit, you know, to harken back to like my American psycho thing about like someone pretending to be a person, like, oh yeah. god, like mm-hmm. when Forgetting I realized the what words she was doing, thing, she says yep. something about like I don't remember what she called a suitcase, but there was like some kind of weird phrase she used in place of suitcase and like mm-hmm. just little things like that we we're like oh man what is happening <laughs> yeah no okay Delightful. justin you're up uh speaking to amy's or not amy uh carly's the descent uh, i will go with another neil neil marshall film dog soldiers oh Ooh. <laughs> Uh, not only the sexiest world design, if I can, I'll go there, I'll go there. We were all thinking it, but I said it. Um, there are so many scenes in that movie that, uh, are so quietly tense. Um, notably, I don't want to spoil this for anyone who hasn't seen this film, but like the scene when I think it's the character's name is Joe, when he like crashes, he crashes the truck into the barn and, they're supposed to like, I forget if they're, they're supposed, they're supposed to like blow the barn up or something. And he's sitting there and the shot is from the side and you see like exhalation. And at first you think it's him breathing, but then you realize like, Oh my God, there's something behind him. And then he turns around. He's like, Oh, you fuck. Sorry, Al, I'm doing a terrible British accent. You motherfucking bear. And like, <laughs> no, just, I think it's great. Sounds yeah. flawless. Um, yeah. It's just, it's just one of those movies that like I return to constantly. And I think it's like, um, not only is it like intensely scary, but I think a lot of the fear comes from the fact that like there are many movies where there are no red shirts. Like this and Alien are the only two films I could think of where there's like a relatively large cast and every death is felt. Like there are no throwaway characters in this film. Yeah. And that mm-hmm. just makes it so much scarier because you don't want anything bad to happen to any of these people. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I love I love this movie. It scares the heck out of me. And uh, if you haven't seen it, and when you see the dog, don't worry, the dog lives. Thank you. Oh, okay. Thank you, Justin. Appreciate that. Shout out Carly, especially appreciates it. I, also, I thought your British accent was flawless. I, I thought you were Al for a second. I was just say you thought it was Al talking. Yeah, was yeah I did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I did. I was like, Al, stop interrupting Justin. <laughs> I just want to say I wanted all of the people in that movie to die. <laughs> What? No. I fucking hate no. that movie, but oh my I do. God. I do think it has one of the best werewolf designs ever. Oh god, it's so cool! Yeah. Carly, Ooh. you're up. 
Uh, you know, I'm not going to let this category go by without mentioning Jaws. Hell yeah, um, man. <laughs> it, despite being not how sharks actually act, guys, um, <laughs> it creates a really awesome just tension throughout the whole movie. The Everything about it is just those suspenseful moments. Um is just oh my gosh and when they're sitting on the boat and having their little conversation their drunk conversation probably one of my favorite moments beautiful. ever beautiful absolutely beautiful yeah yeah so i love it I-, I like when i like when at the end when Brody and hooper have a nice kiss on the lips when they yeah. it's so <laughs> <laughs> that is the, the best part they're it is love. the best part <laughs> Okay, Al, you're up. Yeah, I mean, Jaws was my third one. I just have a weird relationship with that film because I don't find it scary. So, like, one of my ex-girlfriends could only fall asleep watching Jaws. So, I've seen that film maybe, like, and I dated her for five years. (laughs) So, I've seen that film many, 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 many times. Um, It's very interesting. But the first time I saw it, I was being babysit and I was three years old. And my babysitter got so scared, he brought me down to watch it with him. And it ruined my life because, obviously, I don't cogently, you know, remember stuff from it and i i feel uh, much like carly i then spent my childhood like researching sharks realizing why we should respect them and not fear them and the, like the lies this movie spread and all that stuff but i still can't get in the ocean to this day because that just like programmed my brain in such a terrible way so i guess inherently the scariest thing i've ever seen could have affected my entire life <laughs> <laughs> wow okay amy um, I have a newer film I've seen on here um, that I think uh, had a re- some really creepy scenes. Um, and the film as a whole was amazing, and I don't hear a lot about it, and it's Sputnik. Yeah. Yes. Oh, that movie's great. Um, the scene especially I'm thinking of is like basically when we're introduced to the alien, and it's doing its thing in its little cage. Um, pretty terrifying. Yeah. Pretty fucking scary. I mean, a lot of that film, I think especially the second half of that film, if I remember correctly, kind of plays out more like an action movie. But the first half feels like a very scary horror film. So, in all, love Sputnik and everyone should watch it. And it's got some really creepy moments for sure. I actually just Agreed. watched that for the first time three nights ago because it was one of those films oh, I always really? wanted to and I never got around to it. Um, yeah. And you, you, yeah, absolutely. Like, I feel the first half of that film is like, I was like, oh, wow, this is one of the best horror films I've seen in the, the decade. And then the second yeah. half, it's still really good, but it kind of turns into just a comic book movie in a weird way. Like, it's it's kind of pivots. It's very bit. action-y. Yeah. It's almost like, it's it, it, it kind of reminded me, like, at its heart, the same, like, character dynamic of, like, Venom. Like, oh, this yeah. guy who has this inhuman thing that is, like, kind of his buddy, but not really, but sort of, but totally is. Yeah, Sputnik and Life are the two, like, hidden Venom movies, for sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Fair. Justin, back to you. Uh, for I'm last gonna round. S- I'm going to say, um, I just want to give a, a creature shout-out to the original Gojira, Godzilla. Yes. Um, As the scariest okay. creature in the context of like like when i first saw that when i was little i remember being like this is so stupid like blah 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 it's a a guy in a suit and then my dad was like imagine being a japanese person seeing this like nine years after we dropped two atomic bombs on on two cities in japan put yourself in their shoes and when you do that you're like okay fuck it you know what it is absolutely frightening um and that's kind of how i've always viewed that first film is that when you see it 
when you put yourself in the context of like no one had ever seen anything like that before, I would have lost my fucking mind on opening night when Godzilla like rears up when on on Odo Island when he like leans up and yells over the ridge when the people are like running towards the the like the, the the cliff, um, and just that last scene. There's so many shots of like him silhouetted against the the fire and all that, and there's just something about it that, um, just I guess. When I, I, I just think about like the psychic trauma that must have been inflicted upon that nation in like, you know, the end of World War II and then like, um, you know, like the, the kind of spirit of Japan that came, you know, the, the wounding to that that came along with the, you know, MacArthur's occupation. And um, I don't know. So just, I'm hearing that the film itself isn't scary, but the situation surrounding well, the film scares the film, you. The film, when you, when, when, because what, if you put yourself in the shoes of like someone seeing that, yeah. like a Japanese person seeing that movie, to me, like pound for pound is like, there must have been nothing like it. And um, yeah, when I you mean, look through that lens. Yeah. It's like, is it silly? Sure. Uh, but it is but also it know. is a horror film. The first one, it's just not yeah, yet. Like, Isn't an effective that horror first film one, now? That first one, when 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 Godzilla is just this unknowable thing that walks out of the ocean and just destroys half of Tokyo, that is terrifying. Like later on, when he's like the protector of Japan and he's your friend and he's always there for you and he's you know he has a buddy. It, that's ridiculous. But that first one, when it's like when he's just like a force of nature, is like. I don't know. It's 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 it, it it almost like I think it's it's almost impossible to call it a horror movie, in the same way that you can't really call like Twister or like Volcano a horror movie because like they're just about these like abstract concepts in nature. Um, there are flying cows yeah, no, in it, Twister. That makes it a horror movie yeah, in my book. That's true. And, and tractors. Cows. Yeah. And we all know um, Amy hates Godzilla, so she's not going to count it. As I a- really <laughs> am just not a fan. It's just not for me. But that's fair. I mean, you. <laughs> it, no, I, I, mean, I appreciate what you're saying about it. I appreciate the lens you're putting on it to to make me understand why it might hit this yeah, list for you. I mean, the franchise as a whole is ridiculous, and it's not. You know, most of those movies like are objectively not good, but like the first one is just as a commentary upon like nuclear power and you know how. Harry Truman is burning in hell right now is just uh, uh, I don't know it, it, it's just really effective and it's just fucking chilling okay fair enough Carly you're up next I'm gonna go with Alien um, because seeing that movie with my dad when I was little like I will never forget the xenomorph and just the drooling problem that they have <laughs> and it, yeah, it it was effective for sure. <laughs> Chest bursting scene. Oh my god, yes. Yeah, so unexpected. Mm-hmm. And those little gross. Little, oof, they're so gross. Those chest bursters. Yes, they really are for sure. Yeah. Okay, Al. I mean, yeah, I've had mine. Was the descent, the thing, Jaws. That's the trio. Those are all of yours. Yep. Yep. I can't believe okay, no one else considered the thing. I'm surprised about that. I thought that would be. Well, I don't. I we just t- discussed the thing. Um, we had our whole thing series mm-hmm. recently. Our whole thing thing. I'm aware. And um, you know, I, I just don't find it scary anymore. And I don't remember ever finding it scary. I've always been enamored by the special effects and really enjoyed it as a whole. But it just doesn't. It's not the first thing that comes to mind when I think of scary creatures. Even it's though not, it is. It's totally not the first creepy. one that comes to mind. <laughs> Very good. That's the first know. thing. 
Set the first hey. <laughs> Got it. Um, okay, I'm going to shout out my last, um, and it's another film uh, that has a really creepy creature design. Um, the film, for me, doesn't work as a whole, but the first half of it is really A-plus scare, and that's The Ritual. Oh, yes. I literally that watched that last night. is so good. <laughs> yeah. And... I meant I was going to message you, but I kind of was watching it a little late. And like, I did not realize that uh, Mr. Thomas Barrow is Hutch. <laughs> and oh, he is. Blew my freaking mind. Because I was like, he sounds so familiar, but he has this like very like shaved head, handsome Christian Bale thing going on. He does. In it. And I was yeah. like, are you? And I had to INDV it, and I was like, "Oh my God, you are!" And I that's was so Downton excited. Abbey, Justin. In case you weren't yes. familiar, thank you, thank you, yeah, thank you. you're welcome. And for any of our oh. listeners who may not be familiar with Downton, I mean, shame on all of you. Go watch yeah. Downton Abbey. <laughs> it made my heart so happy that Justin, I just. Was I feel like, like you would really like Downton Abbey. Sorry, Carly, I didn't mean to. No, interrupt you're good. You. I'm just. It made me excited to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, that creature is so creepy. What is it? It's got antlers. It's got arms dangling from its face. Like the whole thing doesn't make sense. We don't know what it looks like, but we know it's creepy and we like it. Do you remember true. when that movie came out and there were people like drawing what they think the creature actually looked like? Like that's, yes. that's the sign of a good creature design. Yes. We don't quite know what it looks like. It's in the shadows, but we know something's real off and it, it, it looks not okay. You know? no, that movie is so great. It's I so wish the great. end was better, but same. But you know, you can't. Uh, you, you can't judge. You can't win them all. You <laughs> exactly. can't win them all. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I think all of the films that I had on my list have been talked about. Anyone else have any on theirs that maybe they'd like to mention? No, that was it for me. Okay. All right, Al stepped away again. So he has much better things to do than talk to the likes of us. Shut the fuck up. I'm here. (laughs) Al, any other last minutes? We have a minute left. For a creature animal? Yeah. Yeah. No. No. Okay. Moving on. Our final. Biological horror. Yes. Sorry. No, say it. Say it, say it. (laughs) Amy's like, our final. And I'm just like, this is it. This is what we're doing. You're like, get it over with. Let me go to bed. (laughs) (laughs) So biological horror, zombies, infections, Cronenberg, weirdness, etc. I think the hardest subgenre to really pick from for me. It was insane. For sure. The same for me as well. Yeah. Yeah. Justin, what do you got for us? Uh, I had the thing on here, but I think we already kind of touched upon that. So I will will strike that from the record. Um, I will say that 28 days later, uh, I know that's probably like an entry level, like go to thing, especially for like infections and zombies, but... Uh, I don't know. That movie just, it, it, it moves me on so many levels and makes me feel so many emotions. Um, in addition to like scaring me, like I also think it's a, it's a profoundly like beautiful film. Um, but the opening scene of that film is so effective that as a vegan of almost 20 years, (laughs) I am like, yes, animal experimentation is bad, but maybe maybe we don't break into the labs. Like, maybe just shut them down. Like, <laughs> to go, go through the proper channels. Like, yeah, yeah, like, you know. Like, I see, like, Earth Crisis, and they're like, vivisectionists dragged into the street and shot. I'm like, yeah, but make sure you don't, like, 
you know, if they, if they say it's infected with fucking rage, maybe don't bust them out. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't, this, th- that movie is just... Uh, Effective. It's just so scary. It's like, yeah. it, it's so scary. Um, a few months back, I stayed up like almost all night and read like a fanfic Reddit account of the spread from day one to like day 28. <laughs> where they're breaking it down and they're like, on day six, Cambridge was like, I, I, like I'll, I'll put it in the group text if I can find it, but it's, it's so well done and so scary that just a mat, like there's scenes where they're just like, and then the, the security guards came across the lab and they saw like, there was blood everywhere. And I'm like, Oh my God, that means that they got out. And they're like, <laughs> like it, 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 I don't know. So invested. It's so so, it, it is just such a scary movie. Um, that, and I think what it is, it's like uh, a lot of times people are like, yeah, it's, it's, you know, stuff that can happen. is like really scary. And like, um, when I watch this, I'm like, that would just be like if if rabies became like airborne. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, it, it does it it does it does what like not to not to decry George Romero, but like the whole idea of like your loved ones not being your loved ones anymore. There is no film that does it better than this film, and the scene that does it best, that is the most heartbreaking but terrifying scene in the entire movie, is when Brendan Gleeson becomes infected, and he has like 15 seconds to just mm-hmm. pour his heart out to his daughter. That is so sad mm-hmm. and beautiful and just fucking nightmarish because he goes from being like, I'm proud of you. I love you. I'm sorry I haven't given you the attention since your mother died. Get the fuck away from it. It's like, it's and like then a he switch. Becomes it's mad so eye moody. scary. Yeah. Yeah, yeah uh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, and I remember when that movie came out, I mean, everyone were just like, wait, they're running? <laughs> like, yeah. We, mm-hmm. we take it for granted now because- a lot of zombies run now or, or infected run now but at the time we we're like that was like unheard of mm-hmm. it made it yeah it was so like much sac- I, I think it was like snyder's like dawn of the dead was the only movie in recent memory i mean they, yeah people yeah. like return to living dead but like yeah like there was nothing before that where these things were like running really fast and you know shouting yeah. at you i mean rabbit really but crazy yeah. a little bit but not in the same way but no, I was going to say that's act, like to jump off of Justin's. That's actually one of mine is the crazies. Mm-hmm. Um, and for a very similar reason, um, they're obviously a little bit more human than the 28 days later one. But like, they just want to murder you. Just the remake or the original? <laughs> the uh, the uh, remake, okay. the 2010 right, right. one, I think. With Timothy Oliphant? With Timothy Oliphant. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Yeah. It's so good, and I still I still love that movie. Oh, I haven't seen that since we discussed it. Maybe that's due for a rewatch. I do remember liking it a lot. It's so good, and like watching, um, like the deputy like change. Isn't there and- a scene where they're like all strapped to beds, and then yeah, one yeah. gets oh yeah, that scene alone and, is really and he's scary. just methodically killing people, like making yes. his oh my god with the pitchfork. Yep. Oh yeah. yeah, I remember that. Yeah, oh, that's a good one. Even that's a just good pick, seeing, Kylie. yeah, even just seeing like when they come on the gas station in the aftermath of like where you can, where you know that like people were put into these trucks and then just like shot, and you just see like the bullets all on the ground. Like it's just so chilling, yeah. and oh, it f- fucking freaks me out. I love it. <laughs> Al. Al. 
Um, I mean, yeah, I, I, this was the hardest for me just because there isn't much from this that spooks me out. 28 Days Later was on my list. It doesn't really scare me that much, but it's just, it. yeah, it was tense at the time of seeing it because I hadn't seen a film quite like that. And let's be honest, non-HD digital filmmaking is very scary to go back to because it looks like shit. Um, <laughs> it really does. But, particularly when you watch it on a Blu-ray. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I've got, uh, I mean, and then honestly, like, uh, the ones that I had, like, as I know, I realized one I put down for this later on was actually found footage. So I was like, oh, that falls into found footage. Uh, but if it didn't, then wreck one and two would be for me as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they're actually the scariest zombie films that I've seen, probably. Um, and I have one other film, but I'll leave that till later when we come the back. The end up. of wreck is alone gets that yeah. nomination. Yeah, no, right? the last scene in wreck one is genuinely in my top five scariest scenes i think ever in horror like i think it's fucking brilliant and it's been replicated it took me, so i think many three times viewings now. to not cover my eyes during that part yeah it's been, it's been redone so many times there's so many films that do that same imagery now again and again and again yeah. and it's always like they've never beat that original version true true um all right i'm gonna pick it up with uh overlord Oh, interesting. Oh, Oh, wow. Excellent choice. I think, uh, I mean, the backdrop alone adds another level of fear. But I think just, I don't know, adding this science fiction to a very real horror, just, I don't know. That movie's really freaky. Oh, interesting. Well done. And I can't believe how much I liked it. To be honest, because normally it's basically a a film that has a bunch of things in it that it's not something I would look into for a horror film or be interested in a horror film. But it's done so well that it's just a really, I don't know, it's a really good movie and um, a lot of effective scare moments. I love um, that in, movie in so a multitude much. of ways, not just in a biological sense, but also in just like a real life sense yeah. um, come from that movie for sure. Mm-hmm. And that was a great example of like, I had no idea what I was going to see or when I wa- like walked into that movie. I just had seen like the brief teaser trailer or something like that. And it just like blew my mind. It was just so much better than I could have ever thought. Yeah. Well, I had the opposite with that movie. For sure. But- oh, really? Oh, man. <laughs> of How course. You not, like, you're such a contrarian. That so. movie no. has it all. That, like, it, it was sort of <laughs> a fantastic fest and, and the trailers had all been like, this is going to like, you know, have so many twists and turns and do things you couldn't possibly expect because of the people it's from and the minds it's from and all that stuff. So you went in like ready for cool. I'm going to see something I've never seen before. And instead I saw a movie that sure, it had a bigger budget than I've seen that story done with before. But it's like, yeah, I've fucking seen this movie so many times before. Oh, see, like, it I does didn't see that. Tra- that's why I'm glad I missed that, like all the trailer things for it. Cause I kind of went in completely blind and that's when I was like, fuck yeah. It's still just like, I, I, I know exactly. Like, yeah. I don't know. It was like I knew exactly where that movie was going. I was really hoping I was going to subvert that in some way. Instead, it just did the same old Nazi <laughs> biological horror that's just been done so many times. I just had a blast at the fact that they had all the characters I want from a war movie. They had like the, the tough Sarge and the quiet guy and like the kid from Brooklyn who's got a girl back home. Like I, was, like, I remember like seeing that movie with Liam and I was like, every time they introduced a new character, I was like, yeah, it's the guy from Brooklyn. He likes the Dodges. Hey. Like, like, I was just like, oh, Oh, Kim Woodbine is so good in that movie. Okay, you're up, Justin. What's next? Uh, Chuck Russell's The Blob. Arguably, (sighs) arguably, uh, holy shit. 
I don't know. I, one of the best remakes of all time, if not I the best. I love the blog. Sure. Yeah. Agreed. Uh, it has so much going on for it when it comes to, like, I mean, the practical effects. Yeah. Uh, yes. The fucking acting, the the storyline, the update to, like, the Reagan-era paranoia. Um, the scene that always gets me in that movie, that every time I see it, I'm like, oh, my God, is when um, Shawnee Smith and Kevin Dillon are, like, they're trying to escape from the sewers, and they run into Bill Mosley. And he's just like, he's like, I could hear him screaming inside of it. Every, I'm like, fuck, fuck, I don't like it. Like, <laughs> I, I remember being a little kid and I had a nightmare. I, I used to like, I still occasionally nightmare about this movie, but I woke up and I was like, okay, I, I have to check out the window to make sure that the plop's not out there for me. <laughs> just one, I'll look, and, you know, if he's there, I'm fucked. If he's not good. And I like looked and there was like a plastic bag down on the street. That vaguely looked like a, a very small blob, and I was like, "Oh god damn it, there it is!" It's just starting. It's just not first. It's a baby. I want to, you know, scoop it up and throw it in the freezer. Don't you just? You're welcome. I saved all of you. Um, but no, it's just. I, I, I think it goes back to the whole idea of you're dealing with something that is like um, just completely unstoppable and completely relentless and mindless, and it just all it does is e and, um, it, yeah, it, that movie is just. Um, it's just, it it kind of ruined. Uh, not to go off on a tangent, but the 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 Ben Affleck film. It's a film, uh, Phantoms, an adaptation <laughs> of a of a book that I really like. <laughs> which, like, the book came out before the remake of The Blob, like by a lot. By, I think like six or seven years. And I think Chuck Russell, like, he's not going to admit it, and I should stop emailing him, emailing him about it. But I don't. <laughs> um, I think the blob borrows very heavily from the hev- heavily from the novel Phantoms, but like it's like when that movie came out, I was like, you cannot do a movie about a giant shape shifting amoeboid creature that the government is fighting because it's already been done perfectly, and it can never be like even like when Rob Zombie was supposed to remake it. Like I don't really care about re- I'm like I don't know, remakes are fine. And I'm like, well, whatever towards Rob Zombie. But I was like, why? Why even bother? Like, what are you going to bring to this film? What are you going to bring? What vision are you going to bring to the story that is going to be better than like the Chuck Russell version? You can't. Right. It's, it's it is it is a flawless just execution of of fucking horror, like horror yeah. in the purest sense of the phrase of like you're witnessing like this grotesque thing that's just like, ugh. I'm with you. I think the blob is super creepy. The practical effects are fucking phenomenal in it. It's a goopy, goppy mess. Um, And uh, it's definitely, it's on my list actually to rewatch this month because I haven't seen it in a while. I've been rewatching some of my favorites from when I was younger that I haven't seen in a while. I just rewatched Invasion of the Body Snatchers as well yesterday um, because that's one of the first horror films that um, I remember liking on my own without someone else showing it to me. Oh, Um, yeah, that's that's what's up. and um and so the blob kind of fits in that category as well and i i don't think i've seen it in like 15 years so that's and i still remember it i think really vividly for for that length of time but it's definitely time for a rewatch for me if there was one film i didn't think was going to come up on this show today it was phantoms (laughs) (laughs) that makes me so happy you're welcome (laughs) carly you're up um, I chose The Fly because watching Jeff oh. Goldblum's transformation is something that I will never get out of my head. Mm-hmm. It's it true. creeps me it, out. 
it not only is it like physically like creepy to watch but like yeah the mental changes that he goes through as well are are pretty yeah scary yeah (laughs) it's haunting and yeah he does he does wonderfully and it's actually one that i haven't um revisited in a while but it's the first thing that came to mind when i saw this category sure as it should yeah Yeah. al yeah i can't actually i can't return to the flight like i respect it as a movie but i just like it's just not my type of i don't have fun Mm -hmm. from it and it's just so icky (laughs) just like it's so icky Um, i love the ick that's my favorite part i can't do the ick and i do really i love the blob not quite as much as justin but i love the blob but i just find it a fun movie i don't actually find it spooky but most scary but it's a really fun time um and yeah you mentioned i only have i've got two others down here but again they don't really scared like invasion of body snatchers that you just mentioned that's one of my favorite films of all time after the 70s version i think it's a masterpiece and it does have very unsettling moments and imagery in there um that i really love are we on our last round or are we going around again i can't remember um no we're still going cool okay then i'll save my last one for next one but yeah invasion i think is is a masterpiece of cinema genuinely i think it's it really is it's so good and i when i was re-watching it i forgot how like fun the beginning of that film is yeah before anything happens like it, it's funny it for me encapsulates like it's clever most of the things i love about 70s cinema you know it's like you feel like you're occupying a space and time in a way like 70s like captured i feel time transition in film in a different way than other decades and you really just feel yeah. like you're living with this group of friends in this as this sort of as the world falls uh, like down around them and by the end of the movie it's like you're in the third sequel of the film like it's so fucking it's you're it's in a true. different world but it doesn't yeah, feel forced true. or rushed it feels you know, very organic and i love it yeah i agree with that um okay i'm gonna shout out some more cronenberg i guess with the brood um, oh hell yeah which to me fits this category perfectly um and while it's not the scariest movie in the world the kids are creepy uh <laughs> running around in their little snowsuits um <laughs> and the i mean the ending shot of that film is horrific and will stick with me until the day i die uh <laughs> there's there's nothing quite like that uh ending shot um the mother scene if you will uh is because you don't quite understand what's happening in true cronenberg fashion um but it doesn't matter because it's creepy and it happened and what the fuck um nothing like pushing the boundaries of of medicine and (laughs) and horror like a good cronenberg film that man his brain I'll never truly understand, but I do appreciate it. <laughs> He's fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but yeah, The Brood. The Brood is my Cronenberg pick, uh, which is hard to do because almost all of them fit in this category. A lot of them yeah, fit in this, this category. Yeah, I feel this category is just made for yeah. Cronenberg. Really. But for me, it really Cron- is. Cronenberg but for me, and zombies, basically. <laughs> <laughs> but for me, The Brood, uh, The Brood it is. Justin? Um... I mean, I guess, would you count Possession, like the Sam Neill mm-hmm. film, as, would you count that as, like, biological? I sure. had it in here as, like, kind of like a, as a runner-up, but I wasn't sure. Yeah, I think you could count it in either, yeah, I think you could count it as biological. Yeah, there's, because there's definitely, like, a weird body horror element to it. Yeah. Um, I think the scariest part of that thing 
of that film is like the the the, the transformation of the oh it's this woman is her lover is like a cephalopod which i you know i i sympathize with it's not an entirely alien concept to me um and it gradually just turns into another sam neil um like doppelgangers in general that that's such a like a frightening thing to, for me um including the the underrated um drew barrymore film doppelganger uh but no th- this that that movie is just it's uh, it's just so scary with like, you know the psychosis of it all and the weird paranoid uh, elements of it and um i think like the first act being like the most realistic depiction of a breakup i've ever seen mm. um i mean all that kind of combines with the weird goopy tentacly stuff uh that that movie is most mostly known for is uh yeah, it's just it's just this weird blend of like disgusting psychological nonsense. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh. <laughs> You're getting called out, Justin. Ah. <laughs> but I think that's fair. I haven't I actually haven't seen that film yet. So don't, oh my God. don't spoil it. It yeah. is on my to watch list. Um it's hard to find it without, you know, paying to buy it so but i might just ridiculous who would pay for i might just buy the blu-ray you know because it's just on everyone's list yeah it's worth owning yeah instead of just renting it because i the thing is i don't want to rent a movie for a larger amount of money because then i only get to watch it once so like if it's as good as everyone says it is i'll just i'd rather buy it you know what i mean yeah yeah um Okay, cool. I'm adding it to my list. Um, okay, so we're kind of out of time. Is there any other biological films? I know we only went around twice for this one. Is there anything else anyone wants to shout out for it? Um, my third film was The Beach House. Oh, interesting. Oh, interesting. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Oh, I wouldn't have even thought <laughs> Say of no that more. one. We'll just keep reacting in ripples. <laughs> so we think through the film in our heads. Say more uh, things. Yeah, I really enjoyed this one. Um, And I think it's kind of one of the, uh, like, I feel like it rounded out my list nicely because I think that there's a lot of really good kind of creepy, almost haunting moments about it. Um, But then there's also just like some really cool visuals. Um, And it definitely kind of took me by surprise when I first watched it. No, I agree with you. That's a good one. Uh, my last one was my Cronenberg pick, which is Crash, <laughs> which okay. I don't know if it falls into this or not, but I will say when we're talking about films you come out of and your life has kind of changed, when I first came out of the cinema from seeing Crash, my life has definitely changed for quite a few weeks <laughs> <God>. afterwards. <laughs> so I had Starry Eyes originally on here just because of the body horror, uh, but it's not really by lo- I guess it's like kind of paranormal, but it's also kind of slasher. And I just really didn't know where to put it. I'm going to throw it in here now. I had Reanimator here too, but honestly, it's not scary <laughs> to me. Um, so I'm going to put Starry Eyes instead because uh, upon rewatch, I haven't rewatched that movie in a while and I decided to rewatch it yesterday. Um you might be thinking to yourself, Amy, you just said you rewatched like three movies yesterday. And the, the, and the answer to that is yes, I did. Uh, I spent all day watching horror movies and it was lovely. Um, but yeah, that movie, uh, not only is the body horror amazing in it, um, but just yeah. like the twist and turns, the the ending slasher feel, uh, it's just A+. plus. I love that movie. And me too. it gets a shout movie. out for me. It's a great flick. 
I'm a body horror fan, so that's one of my faves. <laughs> it's a it's a good LA film too, which I always it love. It is. Yeah, man, I think it's that's so why I hated it. It was so LA. It made me really angry. <laughs> <laughs> I hated it. It's a movie about you. Not about me. But no, uh, people I've met. Sure. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> All right. We oh, did that, it. So that's it, you guys. We, we did, did it. it. That was Congratulations. Actually we did it. Went pretty smoothly, yeah. uh, other than the fact that I was beeping Justin out. Sorry, Justin. I mean, if for no one else, I we all at least got one extra film on our lists each, which is nice. We all added things. Yeah. I feel like I got quite a few. You guys have uh, great taste. Mm. Mm. You know? Mm. <laughs> mm. <laughs> or similar taste to me. <laughs> <laughs> I like how I said like one movie of yours that like everything else I basically we yeah we all pretty much agreed on stuff and then I like mm-hmm. just said I didn't like Overlord and you're like oh for fuck's sake fucking typical like, oh, no, I have fucking get him out of here <laughs> well I think honestly more upsetting than that was Texas Chainsaw Massacre I respect yeah. Texas Chainsaw Massacre I just, we don't need to talk about it I've done I, I've got a two and a half I, hour podcast no, because I just don't understand how anyone can't find that scary like Agreed. I my can't it was just it feels it. so amateurish to me it was never scary <gasps> That's disgusting. What? That's the most upsetting thing you've ever said to me. I think that is the most exe- upsetting thing that you've ever said. I think you need to reevaluate. I think your the life. only reason that movie really works is because it's it feels like a snuff film accidentally because it's it's not that well made. That's the fucking point. No, but I don't think That's- it is. When you look at any of his other films, he's trying to make regular movies, and I don't think he's very good at it. And that's oh my, my personal I'm sorry. opinion. You don't think Toby Hooper is good at making regular movies? Well, I mean, the best thing he directed was Poltergeist. And uh, okay, 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 <laughs> okay. Oh my God, it's going to be bloodshed. Full circle. Uh, and on that note, I think we should end the show. That was all <laughs> set up just to get him. I can't. I can't. Justin won't stop talking now that you did that. You I, started I'm, something. I'm that speechless you can't with stop. rage. <laughs> like inertia. Why did you push him? He will never stop now. He never sleeps. It's like the ring. Mm. <laughs> On that note, that's that's another podcast. Stay tuned for another podcast where Justin and Justin Al just shouts argue about Toby Hooper. Okay. Until, until next week when we discuss the, the new Candyman Candy episode. Um, thank you so much, Justin and Al, for joining us today. Your thoughts were much appreciated for the most part uh, <laughs> until the end there, Al. And uh, <laughs> until next week, I'm Amy. And I'm Carly. Bye. Bye.